my ten dollar chair that I already have four of anyway. Yeah, move. Feel free to move any of that stuff. I wonder what hers is gonna look like. Yeah. Because that's I'm assuming. Think about that shit. What hers is gonna look like? What colors are gonna be? What if he gives her a Shokatano saber? Yeah, right. The go. The going rumor. Yeah, she got a white one. We're already recording, so this might as well be the stage. Yeah, we can do intros in a bit, but like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, the going rumor is that because she takes the staff there, is that they'll just turn the staff into. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh, sure. Yeah. 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 It's already made out of bits of like Darth was it Darth Maul's it lightsaber. Looks, it looks Darth Maulish like, on the tips, which led a lot of people down yeah. the wrong path. Yeah. 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 She's a tech genius, so she could build like a crazy lightsaber, like maybe a double lightsaber that splits in half. That's, or that's some the crazy thing. Yeah. Shit yeah. Or people like, want people want a uh, a light side uh, double blade wielder. And I do like they set that up because when she touches Anakin's lightsaber, she's like, I don't want to ever touch that again. Well, she does a little bit after that. It makes sense. She definitely she would, does. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah, sure as fuck. Well, it makes oh, sense that she does not just because of the uh, the vision and everything, but I mean, there's a lot of dead kids on that saber. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to use it either. Like yeah. part of the reason I think Luke is looking at it like, eh, yeah. like <laughs> I got a history with that too. So, when, I like that. When they first started <laughs> screaming, like that. The, she heard the voices. I was like, is that the, like the younglings crying out? They're killed by that thing. And I was like, okay, no, 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 that's yeah. not it. I have a sneaking suspicion that the word youngling will never be uttered again in yeah. the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. please yeah. no. Probably yeah. not. Probably well, not. shall we... Uh... So yeah, I guess uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this is us already talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens. This is technically our seventh, uh, coincidentally oh, enough, oh, our seventh episode of talking go. about Star Wars. Uh, I'm Bill Mudrin, co-host of the Boy Howdy Podcast. I'm Mike Russell, friend of Bill Mudrin. <laughs> Everyone's friend of Bill Mudrin. I am uh, Conley. I am... I guess also a friend of Bill Mudrin. <laughs> I am Bobby and fuck Bill Mudrin. Enemy of Bill Mudrin. Oh. You are Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, you know what you are. You're just so confused. I don't yeah. even know these people. What the fuck is uh, this? Uh, I am Leland, friends for now with Bill uh, Radburn. Tenuously. Yeah. Uh, You're the Lando. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. And, and I'm Jimmy Pressler and I am also a friend of Bill's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the friendship we'll back see, around. We'll see how long during this podcast I remain. Friends. I know. <laughs> So, okay, preface this, we're going to talk, well, I guess we're talking about spo- uh, spoilers kind of, a little bit, yeah, but uh, we all like the film, so it's not going to be, you know, yeah. we're not going to have a heat fest or anything like that. Well, Conley's loaded for bear. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, because, right. just because we've been like, that's pretty good. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... I'm getting ominous vibes. Right? No, Why no, is no. Conley going to kill us all? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that going to happen? Not, Get I'm the not. lightsaber just, away I from really, her. I really, really liked it a lot. Oh, that's great. And, and I've been bracing myself. I'm like, oh, people are going to And the first thing I see is Bill like, it's fun, but <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wrote a long. I just posted yeah. a long version of that same basic concept yeah. to Facebook, yeah. which I said. But I really enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it with certain reservations. Yeah. But uh, but it was, I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was. If nothing else, it just massively returned that fast, entertaining vibe mm-hmm. to Absolutely. Star Wars. We were talking about that. It just moves. It, yeah. it does mm-hmm. exactly what Kasdan promised. It feels like, like a son of a bitch. Yeah. 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 He remembered, yeah. we were talking about this on Twitter last night, Bobby. <clears throat> he remembered, they remembered somehow magically that, oh, right, the first movie was kind of an action comedy. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. yes. Star Wars is fun. Yeah. Star Wars was, is funny. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. It was like actually funny and not like Jar Jar Binks stepping in poop. What? I love yeah. like, the way it breaks yeah. the ice. That first moment with Poe and, and Kylo Ren, where it, like it's super like foreboding and you don't know what's gonna happen. It's a big <laughs> momentous. You've got this obviously villain guy who's just whack Max Von Sydow. Yeah. And yeah, the whole like, well, do I talk first? Do you talk? First? It's just like <laughs> it's just a great release yeah, of the yeah, pressure. But like that tone. was yeah, that's 
that's the total. It's, it's, it's real hard to get a read with all the. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the the first few seconds, we we get you know actual dialogue out of him. It's like, oh, it's a really funny line. It's yeah. a yeah. really funny line. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. so many like really good throwaway comedic moments, like uh, like the nurse tending to Chewbacca. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you must be very brave. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, stuff in the middle of already pretty funny things, like like uh, Finn and BB-8. They're bargaining. They're oh, yeah. Forth. And while that's happening, you get like what I what I consider like the most relatable moment of the film, which is Ray simply pointing at a thing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just getting increasingly more frustrated that the it seems to be should be intelligent person five feet away from her can't see what she's pointing <laughs> at. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the story. It's just no. a, a character yeah. thing. Like, but oh, right the f- yeah. But that right part's all right, because, like, Star Wars has that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I think we yeah, yeah. Kind of it's when we did our, when we did our Empire thing, and yeah. they, like, go out of their way to just show, like, Han and Chewie just being, like, and, like, trying yeah. to fix the Falcon and, like, all that kind of thing. That's the big thing, yeah. is there were tons of little character <laughs> moments that were added, like, little details. My yeah. favorite thing is, um... I love Adam Driver. He's, a, he's a, a great actor, one of my favorite young working actors. And he did the thing I always love him doing in his other movies, which is he makes some weird physical choice with his body language that mm-hmm. always is interesting. And in this one, it was him just hitting himself in the side where Chewie shot him while he was mm-hmm. in the middle of that lightsaber fight. That which was... you know is something that he came up with just because he's such a weirdo. Yeah. No, that was you know? great. Because yeah. he's like, well, I mean, this is like diving way more into it. But like, well, well, we're talking. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he um, is, he has a lot of like, Anakin from the prequels in him. Absolutely. But yeah. purposeful and reversed. So we're like Anakin in the prequels, like he's shitty and tantrumy and that kind of thing. Like, so is he. But like Anakin is like trying to be a good guy, but like struggling with all this dark stuff. But he is the opposite, where like he is like fully convinced that the dark side is like the right way to go and that the light side is like this invasive, like, oh no, I'm struggling with the light side. This is terrible. Yeah. So he's totally just trying to like make himself angrier and like yeah, he's literally being the like, light out of it. Yeah. 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 That's a really interesting reason. Well, but, but, what, but what I like is that um, it, it's not working. That's the other thing. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing I like about his character. Yes. It's like he's so very obviously to the point where I think he's willing to buy into the, the fucking lame ass orc that's the big, yeah. the big bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But he's so, he so wants to buy in to yeah. the idea that com- completely be- becoming dark is, is his destiny and yeah. his, his fulfillment that, yeah. that, that he it's just he fucks it up. Like when yeah. when he makes those steps, he's like, "Oh, it didn't work. Yep. I killed Dad. I thought Dad was killing Dad was going to be how I got there." Yeah. And then he kills Dad. And he's like, "Shit, that didn't work." Yeah. yeah. And then immediately Chewie puts a shot in him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, now I'll just I'm gonna kill these two because at least that'll make me feel better." Yeah. And then they whip his ass. <laughs> yeah. It's like none of this is working. As soon yeah. as things start to go slightly sideways on Kylo Ren, he shits his pants. Yeah. He's like a super talented athlete. Who gets like two fouls early in the first quarter <laughs> yeah. and doesn't know what to do? Yeah. Like, I, he, I, he, he considers faking an ankle injury so he doesn't have to embarrass himself any yeah, further. Like, uh, that's Kylo Ren. I that's really what, liked it. Like yeah, I, I was, was surprised great. at how well, much. I and liked that's already the, part of the, the, the tragedy of the character that stems from that because yeah. you already know that he's going to look back on this sooner rather than later and realize how much he fucked this all up. Mm-hmm. And you like even before even before he whacks Han Solo, yeah. you're like, oh man, you don't do because you know you you you're gonna you can already see his character arc coming. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, don't t- don't. Oh, no. here's, here's what I yeah. think his character arc is, and I but, hope it breaks this way. I mean, it could go anyway. We're still, it could, yeah, it could exactly, go anyway. Yeah. But I'm hoping that his character arc, because this is what he looks like to me now, and this is where I want him to go at the end. 
I don't want a redemption story. I don't think you can redeem this kid. And he very obviously does not want to be redeemed. I think he's going to start at Patrick Bateman and end at Tony Montana. Mm. (laughs) That would be very interesting. I I also liked that, um, you know, Darth Vader's character was very blustery and very... Very forceful and very uh, literal in the mm-hmm. way he talked. And I actually, what I liked is that Driver stuck some actually surprising moments of quiet sarcasm into his mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of well, kind of human. there was yeah. some very intelligent sarcasm, even when he had the mask on and his delivery that was very yeah. understated and funny. Well, well I mean, kid. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Even when even yeah. when he's like throwing his tantrums, yeah. like he he cuts up an entire computer station. Yeah, and there's like a, a two second beat. Anything else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did. Driver, yeah. Uh, Driver to me was the MVP of this show. I liked yeah. everybody, but Driver was really surprising how much fun he they was. They were pretty consistently. Uh, from moment to moment, you can kind of say, well, that's the MVP, that's the MVP. I mean, like, depending on what scene you're kind of watching. Yeah. It was yeah. all pretty consistently it. pretty goddamn yeah. good. I was really, like, I knew John Boyega was going to do great, yeah. but I did not expect him to be that funny. Well, especially like, because oh, everyone, was the only thing we know him from is Attack the Block, where he's just, like, dark brooding totem of just, just driving that plot. In yep. this, he is the goofy, goofy, affable, just like I, I'm just hey, stumbling over himself, being yeah. so good that it is detrimental to himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know when he's trying to help out, even like Ray, like when he first meets Ray, he's trying yeah. to help out, but the Sheens are getting pissed off and chasing him around with a stick. And yeah, like, it's it's. I liked uh, that. I liked that Finn. I think Bobby nailed it when we were talking. Is Finn is the character who's your way in. Emotionally, and, and, yeah, yeah. Even if he's not the main character, but I yeah. like that he went. I also liked, honestly, the movie made some choices that were refreshing. Like there wasn't a big dramatic, like "How dare you?" When he said, "Oh yeah, I was a stormtrooper and I gotta go," Daisy yeah. Ridley goes, "Well, yeah. I, I mean, I get that." Yeah, yeah. It was so <laughs> yeah. refreshing. I was like, yeah. I was like, in, during that, okay, where is the liar revealed moment that's gonna drag it down? Yeah, like, the this five movie? minutes yeah. wasting screen time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, well, where is it gonna? Oh, it's, yeah. oh, mentioned and gone. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it was yeah. so refreshing. This is truly yeah. a perfect like, film. Yeah. You saw it. I saw it. You went wrong. That's not evil, but you guys had some evil grins there for a moment. Like, oh, Bill, you sweet, sweet summer child. Uh, no, but yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it's it's a really fun time. Yeah, and yeah. we yeah. did. We Jimmy and I saw it twice on opening night. Because we went at 7, mm-hmm. and then there's still plenty of time after that. <laughs> so we went and saw it again at 10.45. Three of us have seen it twice, right? Has um, anybody, did anybody have any... Jimmy and I saw it three times. So we, saw it three... Saw it, we saw it again last night. Yeah. Yeah. What have you guys, you guys have seen it all, mul- so three of us have seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Bob, you've seen it twice, right? Yeah, I saw it. I've seen it, I've seen it only once. Yeah. Seen it once. How yeah. many, what did you catch, what, what what struck you on the second and third viewings that you didn't so see the first time? The thing that, that Conley and I keep coming back to and just like analyzing is Ray's force vision. That mm-hmm. whole thing, because there's so much yeah. layered into the that. The first time I saw that, uh, I I thought that hallway was the first order base, mm-hmm. but calmly got it right. Oh yeah, it's, no, it's it's, it's yeah. Bespin. It's, it's where Empire. yeah, yeah, it's where yeah, Luke it's the and moment Vader that the lightsaber and lost. Luke loses the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah, and I heard Yoda's voice talking about the Force mm-hmm. in that vision, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until the second time and something calmly noticed the the first time right away. It, so much that it like snapped me yeah, out of the moment because it startled me. At the very end of that vision, Obi-Wan says, Ray, mm-hmm. yeah. you've taken your first steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which I heard the first, first steps and I thought they were just taking old bits of you know, dialogue from the old movie and just layering and just to kind of create a mosaic too. until, of course, all the news broke this morning. Like, yeah. no, that's actually Obi-Wan actually directly addressing no, Ray. This yeah, isn't just like, like I, yeah. I so recognized it as Obi-Wan the first time that, yeah, it kind of like threw me out of it because I was like, Alec Guinness is dead. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> why, why is this? Yeah. yeah. yeah it was so. you and McGregor who did the voice, right? Well, it's a mix of both. Yeah. You oh, interesting. Yeah. You yeah, and yeah, yeah, cool. McGregor says these are your first steps. Yeah. Yeah. And they took 
What was it? Uh, they said it in that. Um, See, I heard this first flip flop, but yeah, it's it's. it's uh, they took a line, Alec Guinness's delivery of the word um, afraid, afraid, afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and they took that Ray and a. Yeah, and was like, "That's exactly how I would want him to even, like say that line if I could beg him to do it." So yeah. that's perfect. So I, uh, before Jimmy and I went to see the movie, like the day leading up to it, I was kind of mopey because I was like, "There's never been a Star Wars without Obi Wan, and this is gonna be." The <laughs> and then like, oh, okay, he was. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now do you yeah. want? I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to lay this out. Because I don't necessarily buy into the theory myself personally. I still think for narrative purposes, um, it's easier and probably cleaner from a storytelling perspective to just make her Luke's kid somehow. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've always had like a 5% chance in the back of my head. And I had it before I went into the movie yeah. and I still sort of have it now. Maybe it's closer to 10%. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's possible she's related to a Kenobi somehow. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh. Oh, sh- <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, how no, you- I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of sort of lay it out. I, I do it in, in my last episode of Full of Sith. I had, you know, shit up in front of me, so it was mm-hmm. easier then. But I mean, the, the first thing is that obviously she's got a British accent. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's easy and that's cake, but that's also specific. Um, uh, the fact that they went and got Ewan McGregor to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line that they chose was, you've taken your first steps, which is one of the first things that Obi-Wan Kenobi tells Luke. Yeah. At the end of the movie, you have, if this is the case, a Kenobi handing Anakin's saber to Luke. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, what would it be like? Obi-Wan you, and Duchess Satine or something? I just like online fanfic. It could be like a like he's yeah. we've got a twenty year spot in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope where he's just stuck on Tatooine. Yeah. yeah. I it could be entirely Again, possible. Like yeah. someone comes yeah. to the planet, someone leaves the planet, there was something that happened in the midst of that adventure. Maybe Obi-Wan doesn't even know that something mm-hmm. went but then yep. that woman had another <laughs> child and that child ended up coming across Luke Skywalker and then Luke Skywalker notices, finds out, realizes, takes her under his wing, Mm -hmm. watches over her, and then when his apprentice breaks bad and threatens the galaxy, he exiles himself because of his failure Mm-hmm. Well, that is the nice parallel yeah. though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stashes are on a planet. That may not be likely, but that's about as likely as any other explanation yeah, where it came from as anything else. I think, that, I think it's quite likely that she could literally be no one and it's yeah. all a misdirection. Oh, they cool. lean a little bit too hard um, on my parents. Are, like, it's seen her, 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 yeah, but I, I mean, so like, that weird. Could a, that could be a misdirection. She yeah. could just yeah. be yeah. no one. I do feel bad for people because I've seen people online going, oh, I hope we find out who Finn's parents are. I'm like, oh man, that's if that's what you're waiting for. But I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, if it if it is that she's Luke, as they seem to be pointing to, Jimmy and I have kind of been talking about like how that might yeah. be. Or how yeah, that the, might I don't understand. And, and we've been kind of saying like, um, I don't feel like Luke would want to like leave her somewhere. That's that's the thing. And like, it, at so, any, at oh, any point, like whatever it is. We're going to have to sort of reconcile uh, with ourselves as, as fans of this series. The idea that the Luke that we've sort of had in the back of our head post-Jedi at some point is forced not to be that Luke anymore. Which yeah. is probably so, why he well, looks as fucking well, crazy and what, weird. What we've yeah. been kind of saying is like ways to, to make that work. Um, it could have been... Um, Kylo Ren that left her there mm-hmm. because yeah they, I heard you they, mention that on, on Mikey's through, like, podcast yeah. yeah this whole pains to show that like Kylo Ren's kind of main deal is like getting in people's brains mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing and um 
like, if she is Luke's, like, I can imagine that when he did all this, like, obviously it took a lot for him to kill his dad, and that was a huge deal, and Mm -hmm. he probably at that point wouldn't want to kill his cousin. So to, like, take her and leave her there somewhere safe, um, like, watching it multiple times, he's the only one who, like, really reacts strongly to, like, there being a girl on Jakku. Does she react because it's just a girl, or is it because he's told that the BB-8 is running off with a girl, and then he just reacts to the fact that that's one girl? They say that Finn and, well, you know, the FN whatever, whatever, took the droid, and he throws his little temper tantrum, and then does anything else, and it's like, there's a girl, and he, like, pulls the guy over there, and is like, what girl? That's a great moment, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The, the theory is I've thought about it more. It's, you know... Just yeah. a theory. Just a theory. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, everything is there's the, everything's yeah. so vague that, like, yeah, yeah everything yeah. is So, just... my theory is, uh, once Kylo Ren becomes Force-sensitive, Leia's like, all right, he's kind of a problem child. We need to get Luke to get this under control. Sends him away to the far reach of the galaxy where Luke is starting up his temple. Even though he doesn't want to. And, and Kylo Ren's like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. But he does it anyways. Um, and... Some somewhere along the line, like Luke's Luke's had a kid, but Han and Leia aren't really in touch with him. They just, you know, he's he's got a daughter, whatever. And maybe Kylo kind of like is fondly looking after whatever. Uh, Luke fucks up somehow, and Snoke is able to take advantage of that situation and kind of manipulate Kylo and his his feelings. So they decide to take out the rest of the Jedi. Um, it comes the time for Kylo to kill his little cousin, and he can't do it. Oh, because in that vision, mm-hmm. you see Kylo stab a guy who's about to attack Rey in her vision. There's a guy coming down on her with a club. Huh, okay, he see, gets, that's the benefit of seeing this movie a bunch of times. Yeah, he like... stabs someone right in the chest, okay. and it's Kylo Ren there. Huh. So he takes her, puts her on Jakku, mind wipes her. It's just like, you need to wait, you need to stay on Jakku. You're waiting for your family. Your parents are coming, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. That's interesting. And then he pieces out. I, I think the thing I'm most... I'm actually oh, less that's, curious that's about Ray's parentage than I am about... I'm looking forward to what the training sequences are going to take place. Yeah. Because you have, the, you have the potential. They could really play this for laughs because Ray is going to have so much expectation on her. And Luke might... We have the possibility that Luke could have the ghosts of Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Yoda all weighing in all yeah. the time. And you could really have a very funny dynamic yeah. with that training sequence. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, they already had... Like, you can't copy the Empire training sequence too much. No. no. I mean, they, they've well, already done the series. And, and again, I, I, think, I think Luke is in a complete... I think Luke is in a weird... Place. Oh, yeah. He got crazy eyes a yeah. little bit. Yo, when his, he was mouth breathing when he turned around. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the first thing that threw me. Like there were there was an idea as to what that sequence was going to be like. Um, and we see him in his dirty ass robes at the top of this mountain on this island, right? Uh, and he starts to turn. And my idea of what that might look like <laughs> flitted right out of my head. I was like. <laughs> Oh, Luke is on some shit right now. This I don't know if this is a happy ending. And then he mm-hmm. pulls the hood back. I'm like, Luke is half gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what? What? He's what? been alone. He's been alone. <laughs> like, yeah. He's talking to ghosts. Yeah. yeah. It's just a traumatic yeah. like reveal of himself. That mm-hmm. when I saw that in the theater, I just thought, uh, heard the voice in my head, Harry. 
I'm a wizard. He does not seem entirely happy that someone has come to see him and no. is, is holding that lightsaber out to him. Like he seems sort of, at, at best, he seems bittersweet. But I yeah. I mean, Ray is a very obviously hopeful, but I'm curious as to what that training is going to be like. Or yeah. even if the maybe the training doesn't even get underway because there, something yeah, there could be Luke something yeah. hard. Not yeah. to mention right before she shows up, it's like, yep, I just felt five worlds explode and I felt one of my best friends yeah. Yeah, she's got some news. Like, hey, even just in the last couple days, some shit's gone down. You might want to hear about it. Yeah, that Han guy. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it if he turned around and he had just been drunk off his ass. (laughs) Holding a a martini glass. Oh, shit. (laughs) Drunken master training for the second movie. (laughs) I think think there's a lot of potentials that could be very rich and comedic in nature instead of it just being sort of another reprise of the serious, super serious Yoda. And I I think a lot of people are automatically, because we're, we're trained to do this i was even mentioning it when i was throwing out the the kenobi thing that i still <laughs> think is like maybe five ten percent but well, we're, that we're, would be cool yeah but we're yeah. still sort of trained to uh to do the uh you know the looping the rhyming it all right. rhymes it's like poetry it's like, damn yeah, it, you yeah. beat me to it what did it say the poetry Whoa. line today uh and uh <laughs> and, and so we're sort of trained to like okay well if this one was the star wars one and it wasn't really it was more like the original trilogy mm-hmm. combined into one single film it's an original yeah. trilogy mixtape it's not just star wars mm-hmm. but people are sort of like well they got ryan johnson we know ryan johnson from brick we know Ryan Johnson from Breaking Bad, so it's probably going to be The Empire Strikes Back. And I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, I've seen Brothers Bloom. Yep. You got Poe. You got Finn. They're going to be hanging out. They're bros for life already. Mm-hmm. I was like, wouldn't it be nicer if we sort of got something that's kind of like a, like a lighthearted caper adventure <laughs> flick with those guys that every now and again we cut back to Ray and, and Luke, and then we have... I, I really hope Kylo Ren takes out Snoke next film. I don't give a fuck about that guy. Mm-hmm. I give zero fucks yeah. about okay, Snoke. Okay, oh, yeah. real, so real quick, did anyone think in the theater that Snoke was a giant? No. They cheat. For the first second, because I, I was like, well, okay, he's a giant CG thing, but I was like, are they like praising like Supreme Leader Snoke the Giant? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then the hologram fan, I was like, oh, thank God. No, you know, oh, for God. God. I thought that would be cool <laughs> because, I mean... Fuck, why not have a giant no, I was, Sith dude? I was really enjoying the movie, and then I was like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. And then, like, and then as soon as he, like, disappeared, I'm like, oh. I was more about the fact that that means that somehow, like, he's the Steve Jobs, where he's managed to figure out, like, perfected yeah. holographic technology. So my thing dude. was, like, I saw this big guy, I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. Oh, it's probably all a great and powerful thing. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Which that's yeah. so yeah. hilarious. He's trying to look more impressive. The funniest yeah. thing in the world would be if they we finally meet him and he's like six inches. Yeah, that's exactly. That would be the greatest. That's what yep. we've been saying. It's microscopic. He's literally like he <laughs> could be very yeah. small. He, he could not even look like but, that. He but, could just be trying well, to look exactly. extra I think that may yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think there's something to the fact that uh, a lot of people are sort of keying in on him being the Wizard of Oz, and I don't think that's accidental. And I think if he is the Wizard of Oz, then we then people maybe need to not just assume that he knows a lot of the shit that he says he knows yeah. especially Good. when you look at who his top man is oh, because yeah. Kylo Ren is also like a bit of a fucking forced dilettante like granted <laughs> he can pull memories out of your head by putting his hand in front of your face which is a force power we've never seen before yeah. Yeah. and he can put you on pause like he's wearing a power glove but which I, is also really yeah. cool but he, he stopped also, a blaster shot I've never yeah. seen yeah. that but, but, but yeah but he's, but he's also not very well trained yes. in other aspects yeah I was gonna say like it feels like he's really strong at the force but like that's his kind of like mm-hmm. his thing 
thing. It's like yeah. he's really good at control. Yeah. In that aspect, he can like get in people's brains. He can like stop people because that's mostly what you see him mm-hmm. do. He stops that flash. Well, he like stops Ray. Yeah. That kind of thing. But he his lightsaber's all fucked up looking. Mm-hmm. Like that's all he's, messy he's like, and like he's not great at fighting. He like he's, he's not he's well trained. School. He's yeah. Just, like, well, he seems like the kind. Strength. He seems like the kind of guy yeah. who learns a fighting game in two hours. Finds the two cheapest moves, uh-huh. yes. and then never proceeds to actually. Superman, you motherfucker! Yeah, and so, and so, yeah, like, I will spam the memory thing, and I yeah. will spam the pause, yeah. and yeah. as soon as you start fuck with, well, how about I just low sweep? Like he doesn't know how to play the game yeah. anymore. He's like, well, stop yeah. cheesing. Unless, yeah. unless it's like Darth Plagueis, or it's like an even older like Sith God, or some kind of weird shit where like mm-hmm. he's so powerful that he's just kind of manipulating people without really needing them that much. Yeah. It does make more sense. He's kind of more recent player who's kind. To show up who's just trying to manipulate yeah. people, but really doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, um, I, I get the sense that Snoke is a chump. Yeah, um, absolutely. But and, Which and would Kylo, be nice. Yeah, and yeah. Kylo doesn't know that he's a chump, but a lot of First Order doesn't know that he's a chump. And I'm hoping that Kylo, on his way to becoming like the big bad of this film, takes Snoke out. I want him gone by Episode Eight because that I think is what's going to actually give Kylo some of the gravitas that yeah. he actually needs to be considered. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, mm. he got his ass worked at the end of this movie. Now, granted, yes, he had just killed his dad, so he's mentally fucked up. Yeah, he and took, he got shot. He yeah. took yeah. a he blaster bolt of book yeah. beneath there from yes. Chewie, and who like they made sure. They, they joked about it, they did it comedically, but they were really slick in setting up how powerful that weapon was. So when he takes that shot and doesn't fly 18 feet yeah. backwards and mm-hmm. still manages to go running out after them and fighting, like it means something. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he, he does, he gets his <coughs> shit worked by these two. Like yeah. someone who just awakened to the force, seriously, like 45 minutes prior, mm-hmm. and a stormtrooper who worked in sanitation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, he's gonna have to do something in the next movie to power up, and I'm hoping what he does is find out that Snoke is full of shit, and then work him. Yeah. Work him yeah. Yeah. Or you could have two, con- you could actually have two contrasting training sequences. Yeah. You could actually have him getting a whole training montage all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. well, he does, yeah. he, they say at the end that he's going to go finish his training or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. they're both getting ready. Does Kylo's arm get cut off at the end? I couldn't no, tell. No, he, he, gets, he gets, he gets bashed he gets up. His face but fucked up. I think maybe his lightsaber got cut. Just because the last picture they have in this uh, art, uh, Force Awakens art book is him with a robotic arm there and was, like a bit of like, mask shit. There was something Black this is great that fell in the snow yeah. behind it. Yeah, that's why I couldn't I think tell it's it was the like saber, the, like, yeah. the, the way they shot and edited that the finale of that duel was confusing. Well, the yes. editing gets worse as the movie goes along. Like yeah, that, that's that. Yeah, yes, like I think does. they were moving a lot of pieces and they couldn't get that one hundred percent nailed down before the band yeah. hit the. Yeah, the yeah I don't know what happened there at the end. Like, I'm, is she driving his saber into the ground so he can't move it? Is that what she's doing? Because she's mm-hmm. basically shoving it into the dirt, mm-hmm. and once she gets to a certain point, then she brings her other arm over and slashes down. But the camera never follows that action yeah. so I don't know what she hit mm-hmm. and then it it rockets back and then cuts yeah. as she backhands upwards and then I don't know what she hit there either yeah. and like, and that didn't become clear like, yeah. that didn't become clear on multiple viewings no okay. No. okay. see if I had one alright Conley put the it's lightsaber okay, down okay, okay. <laughs> but if I had one beef with the film uh, and it wasn't a beef really it's just an observation is that you know, I like I've said in writing I think that since this is be- and on previous podcasts I think this is now a corporate IP. I don't really take this mythology as seriously as I used to. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope they tell good yarns, yeah, basically, is the best I think I can hope for. Oh. Um, but one of the things that was interesting is, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but the energy of the audience was very much with the film, and it does kind of kind of lighten up. Like, the audience didn't seem quite as engaged in that finale, and part of it is because all the Starkiller stuff 
felt a little rote. It, it felt like, okay, we got our super weapon. They never quite explain how the super and, weapon And works. also the editing is kind of like, it gets, gets very kind of clumpy. They spend a little bit mo too much time just kind of like running around these bland, saint nameless the, hallways. The biggest problem with the editing um, is, is made apparent by the non-exits of four semi-important characters. Yeah. By the time this film ends, you have no idea what has happened to Maz Kanata, Captain Phasma, Kylo Ren, and General Hux. Now, you know that Snoke has told Hux to go do something. But in between him telling Hux, go and get Kylo Ren, and the movie ending, all you see of Starkiller Base is it turning into a second son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have, Maz Kanata just disappears after she tells Finn, you have a weapon. Mm-hmm. Just disappears. There's no good. There's no. Well, I mean, I'm not saying you have to have a goodbye scene, but this but was, the, some, this was the some basic narrative follow-throughs you have to. Yeah, hit. I mean, yeah. like th this is how I explained it on on the last episode of Full of Sith. Imagine you're watching Star Wars for the first time, and the Death Star blows up, and we don't get that three second sequence of Vader riding his ship and flying into the yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. You would right. think that's weird. That's a that's a hmm. I don't know what's going on. That would feel wrong to you. They did that with these four characters, yeah. and I think that's uh, absolutely an example of them trying to get a two-and-a-half-hour movie that probably worked really well as a two-and-a-half-hour movie down to 2.15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They made the some cuts, scenes yeah. are they made some cuts and those cuts I don't think helped. And I think it really hurt the impact of Starkiller Base um, and uh, and our understanding of the political situation. It's weird that we mm -hmm. need the understanding of the political situation. Like we, shouldn't be, we should be able to infer it, but on the other hand, how many people you know thought that that was Coruscant that got blown up? That's well, that's what I was curious about yeah. because they yeah. just say something something vaguely has happened to the Hosnian system. Yeah. yeah, and but they are making a threat. We're going to yeah. destroy the Galactic Senate today. Yeah, and the planet they blow up looks like uh, Coruscant. Yes, at least like, at least when you see like it on the ground, Coruscant, but like with some London in it or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but enough that like well, you only see like like literally like yeah. a five mm -hmm. second shot enough to kind of go well that looks Coruscant e. And yeah, you're not like you're not quite sure what exactly happened there, or where like the relationships of the you planets that where everyone's you watching. You don't know this how the Star Killer Base really works. Like I found out today because this is not information that's in the film. Yeah, but I found out today. Apparently, that thing does have a fucking hyperdrive. I thought mm -hmm. it would have to. I'm yeah. like, once it can the sun, move. Once the sun's burst, see out, that was never like, made clear. Yeah, exactly. So it eats up a sun and then it goes to the next place. Yeah. yeah. See that was not clear at all. I was like, I, my my feeling was okay. So it powers off the sun, sure. But then they suck the sun. I'm like, so is it just like a one shot deal? Oh, I, what I, I thought too. assumed my, that it moved. My thought like, was really is that maybe that it didn't like out. completely drain the sun every time, mm -hmm. and then it, that's why the planet was so icy because it's just yeah. fucking cold mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. It keeps making it dark. Uh, oh, yeah. that's actually but, yeah. no. Yeah, I mean, I well, even even yeah, the honestly. resistance relationship to the New Republic are like, are mm -hmm. they one and the same? Is the resistance just the military? Like of you, you, the you get Republic? you like, get some information on that in the scroll, kind of. But they don't really like. There's seriously, there's like four lines of dialogue total, and they're not clumped together. So you have to remember them. Mm -hmm. And then connect that dot yourself with another Two and a half stray line later. of dialogue. Yeah, yeah and it's I usually was, miles from Lost explaining. I it was to kind you. of okay yeah. with that because, like, that's the stuff that I give the least of a shit about. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars. It is a like, bit like, like I it can. Kind of it, it, didn't make get, it didn't get too much in the way of the of the fun. Right, of the exactly. But it doesn't it, it have was, the clarity was, of purpose that Empire versus right. the Rebellion did have in the first movie. Mm -hmm. um, even if I still think that the Resistance should have been what the New Order is called. Yeah. Just call the New Republic the New Republic. No. Flip flop and just own it and say, okay, the bad guys yes. are now the Rebel Alliance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make them the Resistance, and you can say that's kind of a, oh, that's a, that's a commentary on the yeah. changing face of you know <laughs> insurgency and stuff like yeah. that. But. <clears throat> At least that would have been clear. Yeah, there, there wasn't really a sense of stakes simply because, and I think, 
I think while it was funny for them to go head on and address the fact that it looks like a Death Star and it feels like a Death Star yeah. and everyone in the room knows that it's kind of and you got Han Solo's like, well, how do you blow it up? Because obviously you blow these things up. That's what we do in these Star Wars. <laughs> 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 um, while I did appreciate that, I also thought that was a bit of a missed opportunity to explain why this thing is as scary as it could be. Like, uh, yes. they built without weapon, just saying it's bigger yeah, than the first. They Death built Star, a weapon that's not, inside yeah. of a planet. They attached a hyperdrive to a planet, so you can have a planet that hops. From galaxy to galaxy, instantaneously can suck your sun up. Use that energy to destroy an entire star system from galaxies away. Apparently, yeah. you just launch well, this. Presumably, weapon. you're also destroying the uh, the, the star yeah. system so that you're so you, sucking the yeah, sun so from. So you kill too, one yeah. solar system by priming the weapon. You kill another by firing the weapon, and then you can just leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And none of those stakes are ever raised. It yes. just ends up being the floating hurt ball in space that six X wings can blow up because that's how a Star Wars movie works. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, that surface fun. Is ab- I you know I ate it up the first time I saw it, but on the other hand, you're like the it's, editing. It's, the it's, editing fucks some of this up. I have a feeling like if you didn't have to chop twenty of those minutes out, and you didn't decide that, like what's the easiest twenty minutes that can come out? The politics shit because yeah. nobody's watching Star Wars for politics shit. I think that kind of hurts the tension because while I loved you know Poe's run on Starkiller Base, I. Well, no, he, no sense of urgency. He disappears right. from the movie and shows up again without any like. You're not quite sure, like, okay, well, he's back again, and like, yeah, mm-hmm. his, yeah, his reentry is abrupt, and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, for as slavishly as this movie yeah. really did try and hit a lot of the plot points of the original trilogy, like almost like you know, like we got this, guys. It's going to be just like you remember. I, I do think that one of the things that they kind of didn't nail is the purity of purpose of the weapon in the first film is giant space laser destroys planets. Mm-hmm. You know, this one, it left too many of those unanswered questions. Yeah. And, yeah, it just kind of, it kind of sent you... Far. And also the fact that this is the third time they've used that device. Mm-hmm. Technically, fourth, even can I consider, like, the fucking Phantom Menace, like, bad guy fleet is kind of the same. Yeah. Like, we got to go into that yeah, big, like, thing and blow it up from the inside to out. To be kinda. honest, that's kind of why it didn't bother me that they hit a lot See, of the same kind of points. It hit me because, the opposite way. Because where... that's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, Star me, Wars has a tendency uh, to... Yeah, no, yeah I don't mind that they've got a... bug me. Yeah, I don't mind they've got a floating hurt ball. I'm just like, you need to set up why it's as important to you as it is. You can't shorthand that. Yeah. That can't be shorthanded. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it still obviously works, so I'm wrong. But, <laughs> but this, is, this is an interesting question because in like Star Wars, the Death Star is the main mission point of the movie. Yeah. In Return of the Jedi, the Death Star 2 is actually kind of a side point and the real it's mission a of that movie, yeah. the real mission it's of a the, Return of the Jedi is redeeming Vader. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that they didn't feel like they made what the Star Killer base was either clear on which it was. Was it yeah. a side point to the movie or the main well, point and, of the movie? And mission? because of that, the movie ends a very sharp focal point where like Luke Skywalker blowing up the Death Star, everyone's happy. This movie ends much more defeated. Yes. Yeah. Like The Empire Strikes Back, which I think is also a missed opportunity because I was hoping for this movie would be more of a standalone swashbuckling, one last Star Wars movie that is entirely self, relatively entirely self-contained, romantic, just mm. romp. This the first half of this movie is that. Yes. But once the Death Star shows up and it gets kind of a little bit grim dark and like you start they start bringing in story threads that aren't going to get resolved in the future. That's when things they're they're tr- like the first half is Star Wars, the second half is The Empire Strikes Back, and I think the movie actually kind of suffers for that. For, at least for me personally, oh, no. from what I wanted. <laughs> but yeah, again, that's yeah, taste. So but, not, yeah. If, if not, well, if we want to talk about serious shortchanging in this movie, asthma. 
Yes. No, no. Th- okay, like, right. I, I, I'm, I'm hearing you out. Yeah, yeah. I expected it because she's the Boba Fett. I, 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 I she got Boba Fett at heart. Boba Fett barely does anything. I, he hangs I out that. in the background and looks cool. But and that's so. So that's literally. You can't always have upside, upside down feet sticking out of a dumpster. No, no, no. She hangs out in the background. She looks really cool. Everyone's like, "Wow, badass!" And then she ends nebulously, and she could or could not be back. She'll be back. I know she'll be back. No, she's the first person they announced outside the main cast. That let's see. Yeah, that brings yeah, up a really yeah. interesting point, though, because don't one of the reasons that we all are everybody who's complained about Phasma not being used much mm. is only because of the marketing. Yeah. If you just if you didn't know about Phasma going into this movie, yeah. you would have no beef with I, it. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's the problem. This is one of those things where what everybody brought into Ooh, the Phasma's theater. Phasma's going to do so much cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's the it's a problem everybody's having. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's, here's the simple fix that sort of it, it sort of astounds me that it never occurred to anybody to just sort of do this, and then it would have answered everyone's concerns before they even had them regarding Phasma. Why isn't she the baton trooper? Mm. Yes, yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Oh, Why yeah. isn't she the baton trooper? Uh, Why is she well. not at this giant battle that Kylo Ren is showing up at? Why isn't she there with Kylo Ren? Why isn't she on the ground? Traitor! And then going after her. Yeah. 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 Because there's a yeah. rando stormtrooper that says traitor. Yeah. And I'm like, you so far you know this guy? Also, <laughs> it has this fantastic weapon. Fantastic. Like, like a shield-based lightsaber. Yeah. In case yeah. they run into Jedi, despite the Jedi haven't been around for a decade. Well, I don't think that's specifically for lightsabers. It's just like a stump control yeah. but it yeah. but it can resist lightsabers yeah, yeah. 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 and and on yeah. top of that it would end up uh making uh Finn's you know throwing it back in her face later yeah. in the film uh, just a little just a touch more punch like yeah. I'm in charge now Phasma <laughs> I'm in charge I, I did love I gotta say one Dive of the down, many down, Finn lines I loved in the movie is when Han Solo goes this place got a garbage chute and the way he goes yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> it's so gleeful uh-huh. he's so excited well, he's so yeah. alive like I remember on the on the uh, the Empire commentary I was you know, singing the praises of Mark Hamill's ability to take Frank Oz's fist jammed in, in <laughs> up the ass of a piece of, of, of foam rubber and make you believe that it's a living, breathing thing. And and uh, that's what Boyega does with the soccer ball. Oh, like, he is yeah. pleading with that soccer ball. Like, sweat <laughs> popping out on his forehead. Please. Please for the droid, please. Yes. <laughs> Just lie to this woman. And lie I, for me. Yeah. I love the little the little thumbs up with, yeah. with, the, with the lighter. Oh, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's already, that's that's already become an internet meme. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. the biggest yeah. pop yeah. in the Gold. film. That was but, I mean, but, but the, the level of his acting yeah. with this soccer ball is right up there with Hamill acting with Yoda for me because I... 100%. That's my favorite scene in the entire film. Just yeah. those three, yes. all with their own weird purposes, all bouncing off each other, not quite yeah. knowing how they're bouncing off each other. And all Ray wants is a fucking piece of tape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and the fact that Boyega is just pouring his heart and soul into convincing a soccer ball to give him what he wants. <laughs> he's already had a long fucking day. I, <laughs> it's just, I, I did love, I do, one thing I really loved about the, about the performances, the one that really struck me as well is Oscar Isaac yeah. On the page, Poe Dameron is a very boring, straightforward hero. He just mm-hmm. goes things like, hey, this is great. Let's go do this. There's mm-hmm. really not a lot of shading to him. Somehow, Isaac made that character. It was sort of the way he would do everything so enthusiastically, like, oh, you need a pilot. We're best friends well, now. That's the half <laughs> of the Finn relationship. Like, he really sells that, hey, buddy, hey, come on. I'm glad to meet you. You're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that just because you rescued me, but he's like, yeah, you're cool. Let's you can have the coat. Keep it. Yeah, yeah come on. Yeah. 
There's, but the thing that was interesting about him is that I would have watched an entire movie of just those two trying to fly around in that TIE fighter and escape and just cause shit tons of trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were having so band. much well, fun Well, you might together. get that in the next one. If it's yeah. them being chased by Phasma, well, they're trying to find yeah. Ray. Okay, but, so yeah. the question here is, at what moment in the film did you realize that Daisy Ridley is a bona fide fucking superstar? Like, oh, at what wow. moment? Oh, yeah. And I don't just mean in the film. I mean, you're like... Holy shit! She can control it's, a movie at will. It's, yeah, it's it, Conley's favorite mo moment in the movie, where like not just like her being funny and everything like that, but yeah, when she <clears throat> picks up that lightsaber. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh, yeah. I like, um like listening to all the stuff before, like from the beginning, as soon as she was cast, I was like, "Lady led Star Wars. She's totally gonna be the Jedi. Mm. This is gonna be awesome." So like, I was prepping myself for it, and I knew it. And other people were like, "I don't know." I think John Boyega, like, no, no it's gonna be, no. be right. And so, like, this is a good problem to have. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. embarrassment of riches in terms yeah. of, like, the right. characters and yeah. the oh, actors. Oh, totally. In this movie. But, yeah. um, even, like, expecting it and knowing it, like, as soon as she called that lightsaber to her, I just, like, burst into tears in the theater. Aww. Just because, Aww. as someone who was, um, a little girl who was obsessed with Star Wars, super into Star Wars, but just, like, starved for rad ladies and stuff. Like, Leia's awesome, mm -hmm. yes. But, like, she's not the lead, really. She's and not a they, they yeah. often, like, kind of sideline her in situations and that yeah. kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. I was super excited as a kid at the <clears throat> beginning of Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, yeah, Leia's in this cool bounty hunter outfit. Yeah, it's the coolest, oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, I'm that bounty hunter outfit now. Yeah. As a kid who was, like, obsessed with Star Wars, but, but didn't have, like, a lot of really cool ladies in it, like, that was everything that little girl Conley had ever wanted. And it was just, like, totally overwhelmed with, mm -hmm. with, uh... Emotions and feelings. That's, about that. I'm glad, Clyde. Glad just, everything just else like, aside from this movie, just that aside, yes. I'm yeah. glad that. That's happened. really. You know, I, I read a uh, I read a tweet earlier this morning um, as I was closing down uh, my, my duties on the on the full social media thing. Uh -huh. A tweet came rolling up across the feed, and it was a woman who was tweeting from the theater, and there were about um, there was like a mom. Uh, and I think three or four girls in front, uh, somewhere between the ages of like ten and thirteen. Um, and the 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 quote that she tweeted as they were waiting for the film to start was uh, something along the like, "This is our Star Wars. Yes, we get our own Star that's, Wars. That's yeah. exactly like these thirteen-year-old like. girls were like, uh, we get our own Star Wars now. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And mm -hmm. like it, it made me like understand why little boys like Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And so just like mm -hmm. I was always like, Luke's all uh, right, but like Han's cooler. And Han's <laughs> cooler. But now like. Now, like, I guess I, I get it. But, but that's, she, but, that's but she, exactly it. But she didn't seem like a, like a, like a bona fide star to you until she grabbed the same. No. Was there, oh, no, was there a moment wait, in the wait, film wait. where you were like, holy shit, she is good. Yeah. Oh, right away. Yeah? Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was yeah, early for me. It was actually when she was, yeah. and she just taps that water bottle. She's just, yeah. I, like, well, I, was, I buy every I think the first real moment she gets yeah. is when she's handing in, she's trying to get the ration stuff, and yeah. she's being rejected. And when, well, she has the big scene where she can, can give up BB-8 if she wants to. And yeah. mm -hmm. It's not a huge thing, but it is. And if she does sell that thing, like, here's this prop robot that I have to pretend as a person and still 
you know, it's 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 she sells that again. People mm-hmm. interacting with BB-8 or, really yeah, selling or just BB-8. selling that like real desire to get all that food. She's yeah. Just, like, well, then, totally then yeah, she can get sixty fucking a giant pile of food. And she's like, oh fuck, yeah, but that just yeah. means I can't do this. Yeah. Well, For me, yeah. it was actually when she uh, the moment that I really started caring about her was actually very similar to the moment where you start caring about Luke and A New Hope. It's actually when she was just sitting alone in her ad at house. Yeah, it, that, the same food. where she's got oh, she's she got puts the, the helmet on. She puts the visor down. She's looking off. She's just chomping on on some bread. That was my moment too. Yeah, that was when she became. And then and then it cemented when she was putting the you know shoving the staff at the guy that was trying to at the the guy that was trying to get. But really. Yeah. Yes. In terms of like the gravitas of the character yeah. and everything like that, when she's being interrogated, yeah, and you, yeah. you know, he's, he's, Kylo Ren's mm-hmm. playing the depths of her yeah, like yeah. and it lingers a little bit where she's like, yeah, she's sitting there, and, and you then realize she almost, like headbutts yeah. at him, yeah, yeah. and she, yeah, yeah, like she's feeding back. Yeah. It's, oh. This is a two way street. <laughs> that, that's detail great. From, detail from that that didn't oh. pop out until the second because um, it didn't occur to me. Uh, to even start to think about it. Like, he starts describing the contents yes. of her brain. I was noticing uh, that, too. Uh, he describes Luke's hideout. Mm-hmm. Oh, the oceans. And yeah. The, yeah. And the islands. Oh, yeah. 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 She, yeah. Doesn't, she doesn't know why that's in her brain, I don't but think. But she just keeps dreaming yeah. about yeah. it over and And he's over. searching yeah. for Luke Skywalker yeah. and actually pulls the location of him out of her, and he has no clue. Yeah. Yeah. No idea the, what he just did. You just yeah. raised the interesting possibility <clears throat> that the next movie involves the uh, New Order invading Luke's lair, and they have to flee it. They'd yeah. be training on the run. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, they I, got the Falcon. One thing I also loved I is I loved yeah. how they never oversold uh, how revolutionary this movie is. I loved the fact that Ray is just like constantly. Yeah, first of all, she never needs saving, but they play it for laughs. Yeah. yeah. It's more yeah. like he's she's like, would you please let go of my arm? I don't yeah. need you yeah. leading me as we run through yeah. this marketplace. Yeah. I know this place. Yeah, yeah. I know it's better than you. Yeah. Right. yeah. Here's the here's the best example of that. The meat cute because they're absolutely oh, pushing yeah, yeah. the idea that there's going to be a relationship with her and mm-hmm. Finn. They yeah. don't they don't shy away from that. It at all. is they, interesting. They, they don't like put a bow on that though. But it no. is like. But 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 it's obvious. There are at least three different moments where you the camera holds on them and they get that look on their face and you're mm-hmm. like these two are going to fall in love like they're not just hinting at it to hint at it like this is going to go somewhere mm-hmm. so they're meet cute because they have their meet cute their meet cute involves her hitting him in the face with a stick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about all well right and there. him like running over to go help her and then by the yep. time he's got there like yeah. it's done already he's like oh, that, okay, that, that look yeah. he has yeah. like around anyone looking yeah. at him but it does say something about Finn mm-hmm. as well like he's on the run Yep. He thinks mm-hmm. for sure the longer he stays on Jakku, the, lo- the closer he's going to die. But as soon as it seems like something bad is happening, yeah. mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I'm, I got to go help. I can't not yeah. help. Yeah. That's yeah. who I am. I was like, yes. so that, that sets up the character and then sets up her character because yeah. she immediately, mm-hmm. those little soccer balls, like, that, that guy stole my friend's jacket. She's like, you're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> she just goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it sets up their characters so mm-hmm. well, so quickly, so briefly. Yeah. And, that, and that's the sort of speedy character development, um, you know, sort of lighthearted and fun uh, tone that the movie absolutely gets right in its first half and gets sort of jumbled by bad editing in the second half. Like, it yeah. stops being breathless and starts hyperventilating near a the little next, bit. last 20 minutes. Uh, one thing I do we haven't talked about yet that I want to say was just a personal thrill for me, having grown up with this guy being my <laughs> favorite actor, is Harrison Ford came to play at this movie yes. yeah. and yeah. was, like, uh-huh. funny and lighthearted and just and so enjoying grumpy. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I have not seen that guy 
since I don't know, maybe Air Force One. I haven't yeah. seen him a having a great time, time in the yeah. classic yeah. Ford mode mm-hmm. in yeah. a very long time. I mean, he was. I actually am. I guess I'm in the minority in thinking he actually came to play in that last Indiana Jones movie. No, but the was, movie didn't show up around yeah. him. Exactly. This time, the movie showed up around movie, him. Yeah. But he was even more unhinged and fun and playing yeah. all the comedy in a way I had not seen. That's not that. how the Force that was works. Good. <laughs> that was so good. What's funny is that on, on opening night, um, the the laughter is so loud at that that they miss, miss the button on the scene, which yeah. is, oh, you're cold. Yeah. 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 And they just throw that away. Yeah. One, one, of my, one of my favorite little moments that, that this. That's, that just that movable. <laughs> it just tells me that this movie is around. I mean, the movie was telling me it was around to play from like like fifteen minutes in. Yeah. Uh, but it was the moment where it was like, eh, that, that's Han Solo. He used to be some like war hero, right? And she was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Finn is like, oh, he's a war hero, but Ray is like, oh, the smuggler. Yeah. 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 Fucking, I don't care. She yeah. throws shade all movie long. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, Comedy yeah. Club shows up. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. the Death Gang and they, they're like trying to throw Han under the bus, and Chewie's like, well, no, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah, so Whoever got stuck in that Wookiee costume, they did a pretty good, yeah. good job. Yeah. I would love to know how much of it was Mayhew. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, one of my favorite little moments with Chewie, though, is when they're going back outside on the first order base and he picks up Han's coat. It's like, just hands it to him. Like, yeah. You better put this on. Which I noticed, yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. they mask some kind of continuity error because, like, when they first come in, Han doesn't have a jacket, but then he like, throws it off. He throws, throws it off. off. He yeah. throws But yeah, there's a couple, like, there's some kind of weirdness there with the jacket. I almost wonder if they, like, they needed nah. to get the pumper back on Han. You see him take it off and drop it on the ground. Okay, yeah. but, like, yeah. I don't know. Han's a great, like, here. You don't have fur. You get the Han Solo's doing the grand gesture, the cool thing. Because he's still a cool pirate. Yeah. And Han Solo, like, doing shit for show yeah. and Chewie's just sort of like Chewie's running around behind him like uh, the dude that goes on tour with James Brown yeah 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 here's your fucking okay okay there's a wonderful sense of an old marriage in that oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I do wonder how much Mayhew played this, Chewie in this I movie I saw a little thing it was about um, it was a younger guy mm-hmm. I think he's from Sweden maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like a former basketball the people player. I know who who met him at Bad Robot they say he's a fucking sweet like yeah, yeah. if you're gonna have someone play Chewbacca you that so guy, any action yeah. scene was that yeah. guy. I think Mayhew just basically sat down. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. sat cool down, laid down, or lean. But yeah. apparently, they they like you know they kind of Mayhew consulted with the guy and like had, was there oh, when I'm they sure were filming the scenes yeah. and everything right. and like mm-hmm. they were yeah, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't well. Mayhew when he goes on his berserker rampage. No, right. no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. which by the way, I, I want to bring this up too uh, regarding Chewie. It's one of those it's one of those moments that sort of hits you afterwards. I uh, I know where you're going with where this. Where how yeah. how hardcore Chewie actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now keep in mind, uh, Han is his best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means he was probably like the Godfather. Yeah, so low. Mm-hmm. He probably babysat that kid. He, he probably, probably held that kid in his arms when yeah, that kid was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changed wow. diapers. Yeah. As soon, the millisecond that Han's body clears enough space for him to take a shot, he dumps a shot into that. <laughs> yeah. But there's but and 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 Brian pointed this out to me when I brought it up to him. He was like, but there's just enough hesitation still left in him that he doesn't headshot him. Yeah. He headshots every other person he sees yeah. as he's yeah. running he on his way to but death. He can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he puts the shot into Kylo's gut. There's a lot yeah. of that. Can you imagine what the fuck Leia's thinking? Like, that originally, was... after the film, I was like, man, Luke Skywalker's been through a lot of shit because, yeah. you know, he had, like, his apprentice became yeah. his father. And I was like, man, fucking Leia gave birth to the g- no, that's Darth Vader 2.0. I, I, yeah. um, like, I've been bracing myself for Han to die for quite a while. Because yeah. I've like known in my heart that Han's yeah. going to die in yeah. this movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so I've been... 
emotionally preparing <laughs> yeah. myself for it. Aww. So I was like, okay, until it showed Leah. And like the yeah. moment that like Leah knows, and yeah. then I like go kind of. Now I found that moment, yeah. and maybe it's because I knew it was going to happen going yeah. in. I actually found that moment slightly perfunctory. I don't know. I would love to know how it played for an audience, and part of that's because of the editing stuff. I... I'd like to know how it played for an audience that was surprised by that information. Yeah. I don't know if anyone was surprised by it though. I don't like mm -hmm. uh, like uh, my wife really doesn't give much of a shit about Star Wars, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, but as soon as Han Solo, <coughs> I forget when it was. But she basically like leaned over and was like, he's fucking dead. Uh, yeah. and I think it was even before they left to go to Starkiller Base. Like the, uh, the okay. discussion that she that he had with Leia. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well it's foregone conclusion. She she was just like, foregone conclusion, uh, his kid's gonna fucking murk him. Yeah. Well it's interesting movie. how they set up his yeah. death because uh, the first time he really lays eyes on Kylo Ren in the movie is when he's running off with with yeah. uh, with Ray. And you can see there's a moment where he knows he can go after her, but Everything's going on. They got to get the hell out of there because the yeah. rest of the, uh, the, yeah. the, the the new order of forces are showing up. And then, of course, this kind of same thing happens again at Starkiller Base, where he sees Kylo Ren out there, and he's kind of like, "I I can leave him again." Or but you can tell, like yep. you, they, yeah. they, they, they could have almost dropped in Leia's voice like, saying, "You bring him back home." Yeah, mm -hmm. and the culmination of Han's arc. Yeah, yeah. and you know and he, when he sets anymore. foot on that bridge, like, he knows the, the, the he's whole probably time is that one. Like. Yeah. kind of running away and then like oh come back to hell but then you're like oh I gotta yeah. go like running away again so this is like the moment of Han being like he's not running away from his mistakes anymore I, I, I do yes. I do love yeah. the right right before he confronts him mm -hmm. just so there's like this this slight moment of hesitation yeah. where it's like Han's like I don't want to well that's what it is because yeah. he knows yeah. if he, yeah. if he, he moves forward yeah. he's not able to, it's whatever's gonna happen whatever mm -hmm. he's yeah. he's yeah. Yep. I just I did like um, that they held the surprise of Ben. Oh, that was oh, such a great. So well, also yeah. I like that so they precious. didn't keep the reveal yeah. that this is kid for that moment because yeah. you can guarantee. Yes. I wonder if that's a casting call because I can guarantee you J.J. Abrams wanted to save mm -hmm. the Ben. The Ben would have been Abrams if, if if Abrams were the only one writing that script. The Ben. In fact, he would have probably wrote Ben Solo. Yeah. But the mm -hmm. fact that they actually, like, you know, it's not really a big surprise that Kylo Ren's his kid. Yeah. But, like, the, the, still, the how that works so well without... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even though everything else about around that uh, is on the surface just aping the Empire thing between it's a, on a thin yeah. bridge, the background just looks like yeah. the Empire thing. Oh, I, oh, love when, I love when the Which sun is just I thought going was down. Yeah, yeah, hard, yeah. But what's supposedly... Able, like, again, this uh, Star Wars art book, okay. they talk okay. about the only reason they uh, changed how the uh, Starkiller works from whatever it was supposed to be to taking up sun stuff is because he wanted the whole thing of like as the light as literally well, yeah, going just, away just the whole how the whole yeah MacGuffin uh, works at the end is just in service of like the light dying out one last shaft coming in just just for that moment with Han and, and yeah, yeah. that explains a lot yeah. mm -hmm. that yeah. also explains why so maybe the reason some of that stuff is confusing is because it was last minute decisions this book this uh, man this book is great because you've realized how much of this book was written just with the art department going this would be kind of a cool image and yeah. them well because Michael Arndt he gave up how, well they got rid of him halfway through and they had to come in and like essentially write the script in like six months right. that movie came in fucking hot that's great. it's kind of amazing that's as well put together as it is yeah because uh, it was already coming in hot anyway because like they were originally supposed to get the movie done in, like a year they only had yeah, a year yeah. and a half but like it's after reading this but actually I have problems with the movie but actually mm. I have more respect well, one of my bigger now. disappointments actually with this film comes from that book because there's not much of a dogfight at the end I mean there's there's the X-Wings fighting the TIE Fighters they're making the run on the Oscillator yeah. and I was like this this feels like Return of the Jedi to me but we're missing the capital ships going at each other and it turns out one of the artists in there specifically says 
we only wanted it X-Wings versus TIE Fighters because, and this is what blew my fucking mind, uh, the the dogfights in Return of the Jedi were just con- a confusing mess. What? That's what I said! Yeah. What the fuck? I can make out every action dogfight in Jedi. That's, every single thing. Yeah, that's I can, still the best dogfight put to film in yes. cinema history yeah. period yeah, and the people doing the, pr- the people doing pre-production art was like that was a bad fight we're gonna stay away from that oh. no no and in fact no. it's funny because that's uh, it is a very complex fight but you never are confused about the geography and no. actually in this no. one even though it was simpler I was more confused about what exactly who was shooting well, what, yeah, like, there's who only was a dying, shoot that appears in the middle yeah. there's all yeah. kinds yeah. of like it's a, not a yeah. trench shows up yeah 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 a trench just shows up there's a trench run that Goes into a superstructure so he can then fly out of it. So it's it's like Return of the Jedi and like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, Return of the Jedi is kind of like Star Wars anyway, which yeah, is, I think yeah, why yeah. a lot of people go, "Oh, it's Star Wars remake." It's like, well, yeah. well yeah. Yeah. Return yeah. of the Jedi was a Star Wars remake in of itself, and yeah. it just kind of mm-hmm. recursive. It's an echo of an echo. Yeah. Well, it's poetry so arrived. Like so was Phantom Menace. Yeah. Poetry, the same beats, but just <laughs> I badly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it just it didn't. I do like with uh, uh, before they actually really started writing the script, they let the artist kind of freestyle just imagery that yeah, they could yeah, feed off. Yeah. Like, what, like, one of the artists was uh, obsessed with the idea that, like, bits of the Death Star 2 had fallen into an ocean on Endor, and, like, you could, like, the MacGuffin could be found in, like, the Emperor's throne uh, <laughs> uh, uh, throne yeah, room underwater that's, and shit like that. Funny. Which, that was them just kind of cooking yeah. up stuff. Yeah, but there, yeah. Was, there was, like, an underwater sequence with the Falcon, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It was supposed yeah. to be, like, a Star Trek Into Darkness uh, thing where yeah, the Falcon's, like, flying underwater and shit like that. I like, did like, oh, um... Goofy <laughs> stuff. I really did like something that you thought you saw that wasn't actually in the movie. Yeah! Which is when we were when they were when you see them flying towards the rebel base, you saw this ring, and Bill said, "I think that's supposed. To, I think this is Yavin Four, and there and the, those are the chunks of the Death Star." Like after chunk. I thought it was like bits of oh. like because it's not. Certain, it's kind of a better idea than what they did. This stuff is not orbiting a planet; it's just a ring of garbage floating yeah. in space. So I thought that was like, well, then maybe this is the Death Star. There's like they because yeah. it's already established that the rebels have like you know. Yeah, it'd be a nice callback. But no, it's just kind of yeah. like it's kind of like there, there are a couple of uh, callback opportunities that I think sort of like. Like when she closes her eyes and powers up on the edge of the cliff, and I think this is—I oh, think yeah. this is an example of the cutting earlier in the film sort of negatively affecting uh, how the film plays out at the end. I got the sense that I'm supposed to be hearing someone talk to her. Yeah, mm. and I'm wondering if that's supposed to be like she's recalling what Maz Kanata was telling her before she left Takadana. Maybe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it seems like yeah, like next time you watch that. Tell me that you don't hear the forces calling to you. Just let it in. Yeah. Because yeah. that yeah. line doesn't yeah. show up in the movie yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, there's that a couple things nice. like Maz Kanata handing off the lightsaber to, Lu- uh, to Leia. There's yeah. a couple things. Does it, is it like. Finn like, I've got nothing to fight for anymore? Is yeah. It, yeah. yeah. That's not even there's a lot of stuff in those trailers didn't quite make yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, uh, fucking Kylo stomping. We were like, yeah. how come Kylo's walking oh, yeah, so funny? Now does... we know why Kylo's walking yeah. so funny, but that, that shot, you hear it off screen. You yeah, don't actually yeah. see him come stomping yeah. in and fire it up. We'll get an adi- do you think we'll get an extended edition? Uh, you mean a special edition? No, <laughs> not a special edition. <laughs> you mean a special edition? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. No, what? Uh, I would actually welcome a more relaxed edit of the fi- yeah, last There we go, the exactly. Give me the that 20, extra 20, 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do, you, I will say, uh, as a big movie score nerd and hardly the only one. I know I don't know if you guys know this, but Bobby and Bill and I have had like this three month email thread going where we've just been crazy. talking about what we thought the music might be like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will say this. First of all, I say this with the full knowledge that I am being nostalgic here and wanting something I had when yeah. I was a kid. I was a little disappointed in the score. I, I think it's a miracle it exists at all given that Williamson is in his eighties oh, yeah. and had a freaking pacemaker put in while halfway through production. Yeah. Uh, but but the but the fact of the matter is 
I did not come out of the theater humming any themes. The score is grueling. I, I like really... a lot, mm-hmm. but the score did not have that march or that bit I, of music that I, I just love, come out thinking and I, I like Ray's theme a lot, but yeah. I really like the Resistance theme. Sure. They do. Like, when the when the X-Wings all come in yeah, over the water, that one's real cool. See them on the water. Yeah. Uh, I was right. just listening to Race Theme in the car, so now that one's in my head. Oh, okay. I did get that. I like that. That's Race Theme. I just yeah. didn't feel like I had gotten. Um, and this is, again, me, again, think, wish, wishing what I did, didn't get exactly what I wanted, which is kind of wrong. But I didn't have that. There wasn't that iconic. No, uh, this is this is the movie where I have to uh, make peace with the fact that, and it's something I've been sort of semi-aware of for a while now. And it's kind of similar. I mean, he's worked with Spielberg so so long that the parallel should be pretty obvious with me. Spielberg is not the same Spielberg that he's been for like the last fifteen years. As he's progressed as a director, he's learned to take the tools uh, that he's familiar with and tell different types of stories with them. And you can see the progression. Like the Spielberg that works now is an absolutely brilliant fucking filmmaker. Absolutely, he's not going to go back and make Raiders of the Lost Ark again. No, no. It's the same with Williams. Williams, I don't think, and I think this score sort of proves it, I don't think Williams is cut out for that shit anymore. I just, I think the kind of scores that he's really great at writing right now don't fit Star Wars. And what amazed me leaving this, uh, leaving this movie and then putting the soundtrack on loop for three days is, <laughs> is that, um, <laughs> is that <laughs> I, I'm, I'm basically saying to myself, I know I would have ripped Abrams a new asshole if he hadn't gone to John. Yeah. But he probably should have just asked Michael. Yeah. He oh. probably should have just asked Giacchino <laughs> to do it in the first place. Because especially considering the nature of this film and its greatest hits feel and the sort of original trilogy mixtape, I feel like having Williams come in and be John Williams in 2015 trying to score a movie that is trying to you know, bring to life all the best elements of 77, 80, and 83, I don't know if that's as good as getting Michael Giacchino to come in, go... Remix that. It's and Giacchino going, oh, I can blow this the fuck up. It's funny that the score is not the, what the movie is, where it really yeah. is just kind of... You, you almost is that want more from the score, the remix, yeah, what you're saying. You want yeah. the girl talk of Star Wars soundtracks. You, you, you want, there are, there yeah. are people who are getting the soundtrack and are disappointed because the music from the trailer isn't in it. Oh, wow. That, that's, oh. that's the tone that they wanted the movie to have. That's oh. sort of that chorale of uh, Han Solo and the Princess. Super pumped. Yeah, yeah. like the, it says something that the most Star Warsy moment in a film that is trying to be Star Wars as fuck, right, is the moment where the saber flies into Rey's hand. Yeah. And it's really telling that the music they chose was tracked from 1977. I think now, it's I mean, the one piece of track music. It's, it's if Burning it's not tracked, it's, it's okay. It's it's it's, it's, because you can, you can the orchestrations down like yeah. It's the exact same orchestration. Okay. They, they tracked it in, um, mm-hmm. and it, that's saying something. That the most Star Warsy moment in a film trying to be Star Wars as fuck has to have its music come from 77 because that's yeah. not where Williams is at anymore. Yeah. Well, not a bad I, soundtrack. I, I thought it worked no. in the movie. It worked uh, brilliantly. What, I, what I always loved is that like it used to be when John Williams scored action music, the action music was its own yeah. beginning, middle, and end, self-contained piece with its own leitmotif, its own With own developments, theme. it was an organic yeah. structure in itself. Now mm. it's a lot more Mickey Mouse and kind of like... like but it's... Yeah. it's yeah, yeah. Not, not as me- melodic and not quite as dramatic. There's not, there's not much identifiable melody. There's like race what we're theme. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there's race theme, and there's the Jedi oh, yeah. steps. Mm-hmm. Um, what they're doing with Kylo's music is okay-ish, but it just mm-hmm. it sort of feels I, I don't know, just kind of like half formed. Like I know where he wants to go, and I know what sort of feelings he's trying to evoke, 
But I just I just don't get the sense that he's great at that sort of golden age swashbuckly shit anymore. He's just yeah. not. He's very good Which, at at nuanced, layered sort of moody pieces at this point, where you can sort of like just soak in them. I listened. Mm-hmm. I've only listened to the soundtrack once last night, just just yeah. just for reference for this podcast. And I almost wonder. I mean, it could be a combination of him just not being cut out for it. I also yeah. wonder. I mean, this is a seventh score. I also yeah. kind of wonder if he's just like. You know, I'll do it, but like I don't know how much like he may just not be into it too. On top of just also having well, health problems and stuff work. like that, yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of yeah. coming yeah. up with entirely yeah. new melodies over, over for all two the main hours characters. of music, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Not no. not really, but but I mean, there's yeah. music throughout all the Star Wars. Constantly. But it'll be interesting. So. I'm assuming this. I'm still assuming this is gonna be his last Star Wars soundtrack. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting, yeah. interesting to see what happens with Thomas Newman or Giacchino. Yeah, I'm betting he goes Giacchino simply because Giacchino has proven that he knows how to take what Abrams is putting on screen and eke out just that extra bit of emotion. Like, you shouldn't be crying at the beginning of a Star Trek film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do. It's Star Trek 09. You absolutely do. And no. a lot of that is because of what G. Kino is doing oh on gosh, that score. that freaking score. Oh, the first thing, you know what's going to cut straight from the Star Wars fanfare to just like the, the lost ding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you know, I hate to say it, but like, this is something I want again. I want to listen to the soundtrack last night just to make sure. But we, when we saw the movie, the one time I've seen it, we were sitting in the back row beneath the yeah. rear, like surround sound uh, speakers and stuff. So I thought the opening overture sounded really kind of like thin, flat and thin. Uh, and actually, the, the the opening horns almost sound like a MIDI uh, from like X Wing, the fire <laughs> game, as opposed to it, out, not and bad, which out. I wonder if he may was may, could could have been messing with some of the orchestrations with whoever's new or, uh, orchestrator is just for variety's sake. Because yeah. even when it cuts to in credits. The, 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 like, da, 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 da. it's actually more of like an Irish jig now. It's, <laughs> it's a little bouncier. It's a it's little brighter. It's, so it's not, it's not just, he's messing around with even like the stuff that's boilerplate for Star Wars soundtrack. Well, at least kind it of isn't like Clone Wars where, and God forbid, I know Clone Wars Uh-oh. is great, but no, it does the, sound a little bit like a high school marching band yeah. did the, yeah. uh, oh, the yeah. Star Wars thing. I, like, I know, I love the Clone Wars part well. It becomes great, but the music... No. Yeah, I was yeah. No, 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 no. Some of that I is engineering, like, though. I mean, I like, the, the yeah. way you the way you engineer the sound is is, is like, a conscious choice. And yeah. William's yeah. main guy just died recently, didn't he? Tomlinson. He's been know. going through a lot of the people he's worked with. Have I, that's yeah. got to be another yeah. kick in the ass. Yeah. Is like all these people he's worked, these orchestrators have all died and stuff. Mm. And, well, it's it's but, interesting because like Abrams is kind of he's getting to do what like Lucas did. It's like I'm gonna go make a fucking fun time movie that's mm-hmm. based on all the shit I loved when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. Williams was doing the same thing for his music. About yeah. yeah. And now, but Williams is just kind of doing what he did before. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Williams is doing what he wants to do. He's following mm-hmm. his music, which he absolutely needs to do. I'm just, I just get the feeling when I listen to the score um, and I see it married to the images that him following the path that he needs to take as an artist isn't matching with Star Wars very much. Right. That's, very That's the worst thing you can say about this movie, too. That's not too bad. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And it's just so mm-hmm. fucked to me that I'm the one that's like, this is probably the weakest element is the music. Like that's not a thing I want to say. That's yeah. not that's not a thing I want to. And you're not making a broad with. declaration. That's just your own no. personal opinion. I don't want to hear this. I still yeah. loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 loved it. Yeah. It was... yeah, it's got magical little flutes and shit. Yeah. Like dingy dingy dingy. Oh, it actually the last note is dingy 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 because it's it's Luke Skywalker's thing goes do 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 do. Anyway, yeah. that, was, that made me happy. Don't, don't, don't think that's the sound of flute. 
flute makes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going deaf my old age. Oh, uh, the cantina music was fine. I that, was, that, was that was pretty, pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was fun because the instant they walked in and the voice, I'm like, oh, there's Lynn Noel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I loved I loved that scene, and I, I actually liked Masconata quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I actually really loved, I mean, I gotta say, I'm not someone who's like, it has to be, the effects have to be one way or another. I'm, no. I, I'm, I think the over-fetishization of the practical effects stuff is kind of ridiculous at this point. It was yeah. getting a little tiring when the movie was gearing up. I was like, yeah, yeah but how about the story? Yeah. <laughs> but I like, I gotta say, the creature working that little uh, Mascanetta's bar scene was pretty damn great. Yeah, great. yeah. Was yeah. like I, I was, I was pointing at characters. I was like, "Where's your Wikipedia article? What's <laughs> <laughs> coming?" I did like also how he he seemed in this movie to uh, go his own way with the creature design, where there was a lot more kind of steampunky metal based. Yeah, creature cute puppet robot that was like Han Solo's here. You know, and it was yeah. like, really it was the resistance. Yeah, it was yeah. like super tiny and janky. It was yeah. like I was like, well, "There like, we go." Even like, like I like how some of the puppet stuff did look a little junky. But in a good way that you can only yeah, tell. Exactly. That, that's what make it looks yeah. looks like a practical effect. Like the metal eating bird. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. And uh, what else? What else? Oh, I, I like the whatever the big scavenger mm-hmm. uh, uh, fucking rhino thing that the scavenger yeah. that tries oh, yeah, to take yeah, yeah, yeah. uh It can look a little silly because it's obviously like some kind of puppet thing where they yeah. just remove the puppet, oh, like the puppet it. But it's still like great because yeah, you can tell look, it moves awesome. in a way where you can yeah. tell like there's either people inside or something like it's kind of goofy. But like that's yeah. part of the charm. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. yeah, you can tell like it's an actual physical thing. Yeah, not kicking like around a, that sand. Yeah, yeah, it's there. That, that crazy weird alien. uh Elephant thing that was drinking out of the water yeah. that Finn was going into. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's that like one of the first things that leaked, right? Was yeah. that was giant monster? A lot of people were convinced that that was going to be the uh, the stuff in the in the freighter. Like those oh. things were going to go around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because at, at mm. that point, people knew there was going to be a freighter oh, scene. Oh, that was one of the best parts is actually watching the movie and opening night, coming home and listening to your fucking controls, you're a lot more comedic now than they yeah. were. You're not big. half as right. Well, you were also like, it's like you were doing the reporting. No, you I, were I, just, was just, I was just grabbing the spoilers yeah. and reporting them. But, as they yeah. were, we have Bobby it. here with rumor control. I have to yeah. ask, uh, what is the thing everybody got the most wrong? Oh boy. Uh, well, stuff got pulled out. Like there yeah, was, supposed, there was supposed to be a big atmospheric battle in space. Yeah. Um, there was an entire uh, weapon called... The sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, they called it the sledgehammer, but I think it was supposed to be yeah, called the warhammer. There's part, there's part, part of it in there. Yeah, half of the stuff, technically you got wrong, is in this book, including yeah. the artwork. You're like, okay, guys, there's this picture. It's, it's yeah, in it's there. In like, there. In so, I mean, a, a lot of that stuff wasn't necessarily wrong. Here, it just sort of got... Uh, you know, knocked out, but shit like uh, Leia meeting with a bunch of huts to get her secret weapon made. I don't know where the fuck that came from. That could have even been like an early draft or something like that, but yeah, at this point. Yeah, the lightsaber falling through space was apparently how the film was supposed to open. Jimmy was like, when, when the planet is there, and then a tiny thing comes out, Jimmy's like, oh, they're totally trolling all the people. Tiny little like, tiny little thing, and then like it comes yeah. out it's like a huge yeah. giant. Like, like, you, that, yeah. that could be a, nope. It's all. Yeah, yeah. 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 There, was, there was a yeah. There was definitely a whole thing about the lightsaber falling through space, um, mm-hmm. and then someone picking it up, and you don't realize the opening of the film was a flashback until you get to the vision at Maz's, and the vision at Maz's was a lot more. Yeah, it was yeah. more like a fucking and seance. I'm, I'm super and, glad that didn't happen because I listened yeah. to that rumor control, the last one you did. Yeah, I listened to all. Them, but yeah. the latest one, and I was like, "This, it's just all that stuff with the lightsaber. It didn't quite make sense. Nope, no. mm-hmm. and I'm just physically like lightsaber tumbling through space. Yeah, and they they, they clarified and cleaned up a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the, it's when they took like their their last two passes at trimming it down that I think they started to to, to cleave into bone. Yeah, went a little too far. Yeah. They they yeah. cut out whole action figures. 
that yeah. are yeah, they're released. Yeah. Like Constable that, that, uh, Zevo. That yeah. Constable character is not in the movie, At and they all. like made a huge deal out of it. This is the big reveal of this. Yeah, yeah. And Constable Zuvio doesn't show up. I, I think I don't know. I'm guessing maybe the the Jabba thing is the most wrong because someone was like, no, they constructed five different Jabba puppets. The, yeah. Wow. Like, no, they weren't. There, there, was, there was one thing I listened to. I think it was like the second Star Wars thing we did. Hit yeah. Boy Howdy. And there was one thing that I don't know where where you heard it or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no. I think it was Devin Farashi or something Probably. saying that uh, Oscar Isaac was playing Lando's son. Yeah, he, yeah, piloting the Falcon, and right. they have a cape. Yes, yes. I was like, yeah. oh, I sure didn't. Know. Know. I think there is art of him in the cape in the in the art book, yeah. but like Lando's son, like yeah. what the yeah, hell? Well, yeah, well, Poe was uh, apparently Poe was intended to be a black guy. Well, oh, yeah. it's yeah. great. Uh, again, with the art book, they talk about how the original characters were. It was Kira, Sam, and John Doe with Baldroid. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, for, until just a couple months before filming. That's what all the characters were known as. Yeah, I was until... wondering about that. Because, like, even at Celebration, like, uh, some of the proper replica guys, like, they built Ray's speeder. Yeah. And they had Kira on it. And yeah. I was like, so they probably... So it wasn't that. just... Because everyone assumed Kira was... Because they were yeah. auditioning people for the character called Kira. Well, yeah. was it Kira? Was it like... Even then it was like Rachel and Larry or something. I, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> it was something like that. But then it, then it became Kira. But it turns out, actually, that's what they, they were going to name the character. Is it Larry but I wonder if they got to the point yeah, like, Larry. Betty. We, don't, we don't have any Larry audio Kenobi. of Mar- uh, Valley Guinness saying uh, Kira, so we'll just make it Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you guys think of... What did you guys think of the reveal of the Falcon? Oh, it was great. It was just like, yeah, that piece of shit over there. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> we gotta take it. It's yeah. garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. We'll take it's the garbage. garbage. Yep. They, under, they yeah. really understood the iconography of the Falcon in this movie mm-hmm. and how yeah. important it really is as a sort of a symbol of a lot of things in the series, like Americana, hot rod mm-hmm. culture. Yep. And one of my favorite bit, though, is when they take off, after they climb on, the audience, like, lost oh, it. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I love that when they take off, it just, like, Clouds oh, the yeah. ground and it takes some out some up. tents. And yeah. it's just like I love, I love how it's got like it's got shit on it. Like it's been covered up a little bit. Like someone was working on it. Yeah, yeah. but it's just like no, we gotta get this thing out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved how Ray, like when she finally starts going, she like she drives it completely differently. She drives it like fucking Tokyo Drift style. Yeah, yeah. Well, she right, cuts yeah. the Corners. engine so they can do that dive yeah. flip. Oh, so it, like so Finn can gun out that last yep. uh, Tie Fighter. Uh, slick. Uh, yeah, looking at slick. the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens cutaway book. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's now a kitchen galley installed for Princess Leia as a wedding gift. Oh. Oh. That's cute that I'm like, that's kind of fucked up gendered. Princess Leia's wedding gift is a fucking kitchen on the Millennium Falcon. They did never, that's interesting though, because in the movie, they never actually said they got married. Yeah. No. yeah. They had a kid, but we don't know According if there was a wedding. Yeah. 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 So the timeline, I guess, works out. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up because Bobby's got to get out of here. Yeah. But yeah, so Kylo Ren is 10 years older. Okay, so Ky- Kylo Ren is 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kira's, uh, Kira. Yeah. Uh, Ray is 20. Yeah. And Ray was left on uh, Jakku when she was 5. So yeah. if you're going to try to think about your your theories about who did what to who and how she wound up there and how yeah. Kylo mm-hmm. Ren, that's, that's how it works yeah. out. So. I don't know. Kylo Ren was 15 when he fell to the dark side and came back five years later to fuck up Luke, and that gave 10 years of Luke being away and all kinds of... I literally only got three hours of sleep last night because I I could not stop thinking about, like, all these theories and stuff. Because I was up all night just, like, looking up Wikipedia about all the new characters (laughs) and stuff like that. I know, yeah. Uh, It was crazy. What is everybody's greatest hope for the next movie? Um, mm-hmm. It's it's already been answered because Ryan Johnson is making it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm really glad JJ made this on. It was very fun. Mm. I'm 
really glad he's not making the next one. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, I, I'm very, very glad that someone else is going to handle the next one. Because this one, like, set everything up. This one, like, was really fun and had the job of being like, it's okay, guys. It's Star Wars again. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is fine. We're open if you're coming right, in. Exactly. And, 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 and now, it's great. like, it's, yeah. it's open to... Like, it was a, a very much a blending of, like, old and new to, like, you've got the familiar, but they're bringing in the yeah. new faces. And now that everything's set, they can... Do yeah. something else. Your hand motion make it sound like it's a bakery, and he's opened the door, sold it. Yeah. Cookie smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you can't underestimate yeah. them. I mean, we can nitpick or whatever, but you cannot underestimate how much JJ pulled off because the fact of the matter is, this movie. There are so many ways this movie could have fallen flat on its face Absolutely. or not quite connected, yeah. and whatever its problems, it connects. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, the thing I really want to see in the next movie is I would love. There are two things I really want to see is I want to see Luke besieged by ghosts. I mm-hmm. want there to be yeah, all the ghosts want, around him, and I want that, that to be So it turns into the Frighteners. And, and the, yeah, kind of. I want to be the Frighteners with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And the second thing Just that I really like him. Yeah. I really want them to see them play up the promise of the Finn-Poe friendship. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the thing I really love, I I, their buddy, action-buddy comedy chemistry was so profound, I want those two to have a fun mission together. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be Finn's attraction to Rey that drives him to want to look find her, and then Poe's going to tag along, and then, like I said, Phasma's going to be chasing after him, Kylo's going to be doing this. There's already a dynamic you can kind of see that. Yeah. Who knows if that's what it'll be, but there's already... Those two versus Phasma is going to be a big fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Because Ryan, really Ryan really Johnson cool. is just... He's just so fucking good at that. And a lot of people are going back to Brick. A lot of people are going to Looper. A lot of people are like, watch some of his Breaking Bad stuff. Well, Fuck all that. You need to watch Brothers Bloom like now. Uh-huh. You need to watch Brothers Bloom and that's going to give you an idea as to what he is like when he is in fun mode. Yeah. And this Star Wars is still going to have to be it's fun. It's interesting because oh, he's casting. He, it sounds like he, he's... he's yeah, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Oh, God, that's right. He's got that. Del Toro to work with. Really? And supposedly yeah. he's been looking at casting new lady characters, too. Okay, good. Nice. And, uh, but I was so happy to see, for once, a <laughs> world that is actually populated by women and mm-hmm. not white people yeah. and all that kind of thing. And I don't mean just in the main cast, although it's reflected there, but I mean, like, the background. Everywhere, like, yeah. 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 I think there's, like, like, 11 or 12 women that have speaking roles in this movie. Right. You know and how many women have speaking roles in the first Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. Two. Uh-huh. Yep. Dose. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, you get a female stu- stormtrooper in this. Yep. Aside from Fastbike, there's the one who kind of reports no, to. Yeah, I'm not yeah. just talking that. Like, I know, but I'm just saying in terms of like. Yeah. I've talked to you kind of haven't noticed because if you're a dude, you don't have to because you're always reflected. Yeah. But like, <laughs> just the background, everything, everywhere, like running around in the resistance space well, and like and being pilots yeah, and just, people yeah. in the First Order and just like the world is actually populated by women. Although yeah. Andy didn't and point out, it's kind of fucked up the resistance council chamber when they're all t- you know talk around making plans about mm-hmm. how to uh, blow up the, uh, the the thing of a jigger it is almost it is entirely dudes except for Leia and the only other woman in that scene is the doctor tending to chew and she's like that's kind of fucked well, well, there's other yeah. women there too. Yeah. 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 well that's what that's yeah. what Annie took away from her so when yeah. we were talking about boy howdy day she was kind of Although I, I do want to ask that was her that. only issue with the movie I want to <laughs> ask you guys this what was your favorite uh, introduction like the characters all got pops when they came Ooh. back from the original trilogy what's the oh, best of the old characters yeah what's the best I, I think I think when they bring Leia in and then three PO crashes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, that was, that was perfect use of C three PO because Jimmy and I have been talking about this and like C three PO should be annoying to the characters but not really to the audience. Yeah. And in the prequels, he was fucking annoying to the audience but not really to the characters. They were all just kind of like whatever. Yeah. So to have C three PO just kind of come in a little bit and ruin a beautiful the, the, moment, the, the, the audience and then lost out, their shit when C three PO showed because they were like, oh, they're together. Then hello, sir. Yeah. 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 
Look, he flat out says, it is I. Yes, 3PO, we know. The whole audience is just probably didn't recognize him because of the red arm. Yeah, that's it. Look, I've had changes. I like that 3PO hit R2 in his usual abusive relationship mode, and BBA went, what the hell? Yeah. It is kind of weird. Why does R2 suddenly wake up? Because Ray's there. Yeah. She has a connection to Luke. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that she went to that. R2D2 went to see Luke with them, not yeah. BB-8. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R2 and Chewie went. Well, yeah. BB-8 belongs to Poe. By, by the way, well, do you guys yeah. think that ship is going to be Ray's? Because I the think Falcon? that should be Chewie's. Oh, uh, that's yeah. a good point. He's been I driving think, that fucking thing for forty it, years. Yeah. It's. I think he'll he'll be there with her. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. what? After he's she's finished her training, her. when they get back into the Falcon, it's Chewie in the pilot seat with like just a little sign on the co-pilot seat, just saying "you," yeah. <laughs> just like Ray or whatever. Do you think we'll see any changes to the Falcon in the future? I don't know if you can change that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly they had designed. It's not in the art book, but that's one of the things I was hoping to see. But supposedly they did do a bunch of redesigns for the Falcon just to see what it would look like if they tried. And yeah. they're like, nah, you can't really. Well, Aside I mean, from the new dish, yeah, okay. I think, I think if if Ray does end up, you know, running the ship with Chewie, hmm. she'll take care of it. She knows yeah. what she's doing. Well, she, oh, she'll yeah. make yeah. modifications. And yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Get so rid of that fucking up. compressor. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw an interesting argument about Ray be unfolding on social media last night. Oh, that I thought was very Sue interesting. Thing? Yeah, a lot of people were going, "Ray's a Mary Sue." Let's look uh, Skywalker, right. then, you fucking That's asshole. The, that, was my, that was my point. Yeah. The refutation of that was perfect, which is that yeah, Luke Skywalker is like that. Poe Dameron is like that yeah. in this yeah. movie, yeah. And, and actually, yeah, to even fantasy, say that, fantasy fiction yeah. having wish fulfillment characters. She's in not it? a Mary Sue. She's the protagonist of the movie. Yeah, I, I, know. Know. I, 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 love, I love how the the fucking goalposts get shoved like five hundred yards. Yeah. The whole point of fantasy is wish fulfillment, you fuckers. Yeah, I should be able to just sort of pour myself into an empty vessel and go, yes, and now I feel the victory. That person, of yeah. course, they're absolutely super fucking competent at everything they try. It's a fucking fantasy story. Yeah. Noel Stevenson, who does Nimona, actually was sort of yeah. the one leading the charge on this argument. It was pretty interesting. But I do, yeah, it is interesting because it actually, this movie has actually started a sort of online referendum on what the Mary Sue means, and do we really need to be concerned about no, it? We no, don't. it's and normally a way to just discredit female characters. Yeah, I, I have no even, I did, if oh, I Oh, here it comes, oh! No, I don't know about it. No, that's a great point. I can hear the Vader rumble choke. Mel everyone with my minds, I would. What's funny is that the fight starts because people, the fight starts because people still haven't learned that they, there's nothing Nothing good in following Max Landis on Twitter. God. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, the fight. And then the shit. and then the fight ends more or less because Guillermo del Toro also has Twitter. Yeah. And right. has decided that this is an issue that he wants to go ahead and start talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, we're we're done deal yeah. then. Man, Guillermo del Toro's Twitter is the best, by the way. It is yeah. the it's fucking like a wonderful best. Wonderful collection of wonderful things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love that yeah. this movie. Uh, Started that discussion in a very, very subtle and discreet way. Uh, in a very, we're in a very, very sly way. It started yeah. a discussion about this double standard. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, yeah. I think that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and the same thing sort of happened to uh, Furiosa earlier this year. Mm. Yes, a lot yeah. of those com- like there's a bit of a backlash against how badass Furiosa was. I'm like, what? What are we doing? What's the fucking here? problem? Yeah. What are we? Yeah. What? She's Why? Just a badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, but the thing is, that I had a thought, and I think my thought is sort of important. So I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there anyway. <laughs> I don't mind that if someone says something like that and is wrong and then has a discussion. I think yes. that's actually yeah. productive. Yeah. What I don't like about the way social media discourse so, goes so much these days is someone has a thought, someone makes a valid point that refutes it, and they double down. Yeah. 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 It, the, the, basically, 
Star Wars isn't just for the straight white dudes anymore, no. so go fuck no, Star Wars. Is that open. <laughs> Star Wars is for everyone, isn't that right, Bill and Mike? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars yeah. is for everyone. We should yeah. illustrate a thing for a for a Bobby. I write should write an article. Yeah. If anybody who's listening to this show hasn't seen it, go look up Bobby's Portland Mercury article from this week, which is uh, Star Wars is for everyone. <laughs> it has some, an excellent set of illustrations, <laughs> but uh, but you make a really good point, and I think it was a really you anticipated something that actually ended up being true, which is you yeah. kind of said, you made the point that, what do you need to bring into Star Wars to know going into this? And you went, nothing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You need nothing. That's what I told, that's what I told my, my folks. Like, so this is 30 years later after the old movies, but there was new movies? I was like, just go see it. If you want background, the movies are there for you to dive back into. But like, if they did their job correctly, you don't need that. Just enough information, boom, there you go. What kind of feedback did you get on the piece, Bobby? People seem to be generally okay with it. I've had a couple Star Wars fans was like, no, you need to at least make them watch the original I think you might have skipped the paragraph in my article, buddy. If you're gonna come at me like that, I don't. I think I'm pretty sure I addressed that directly. Yeah. Well, but, with that uh, said, it's, it's kind of it, how. Uh, real quick, it's kind of oh, how yeah. I feel about the 2009 Star Trek, where yes. it's like if you know the trappings, which we all do, because it's all been shoved down our throats and in front of our face, like, oh, he's dead, Jim. Oh, Warp Factor Five. I can go see the 2009 Star Trek and go away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right before we recorded this, I recorded a normal episode of Boy Howdy with our uh, friend of the podcast, Hannah Groff, who had never seen a Star Wars movie before, yeah. but she knew enough just from being alive in the Western world that she was like, okay, I know Darth Vader is, is some Luke Skywalker's dad, and I knew a couple basic... She knew it like it was... She yeah. had absolutely no problem. She was laughing, and she was like, so what is the Force? People tend to use the Force for different things or something? But aside from that, but yeah. she understood yeah. like yeah. the world. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not hard to get Star Wars. Yeah. It's not a fucking it's ordeal. It's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing with superhero fans who like try to give you this entire laundry list as to how you're supposed to understand why Spider-Man is yeah. this cool. It's like, and how about you just fucking pick up a spider? It is not hard my to wife, be a fan of superheroes. Yeah. My wife and I, uh, my wife could not give two craps about any of this stuff. Yeah. And we just watched Jessica Jones and she loved it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she actually, she never follows superhero stuff. Yeah. And she loved Jessica Jones and it's because what it did what those sorts of things do well is it was it was such an incredibly potent and sustained metaphor for abusive relationships mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, and it really uh, it really 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 I mean that his his superpower was terrifying because it's an abuser's superpower yeah, yeah. I and mean, it's, like, it's just the it, fact that they even like have him tell his victims to smile and stuff will tell like any woman who's lived in the world that will just make them like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I, yeah I, I think that was yeah kind of Ren gives off some of those same uh, oh, same same yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. he's scary he's fucking creepy he's yeah. gross yeah. Yeah. well he's yeah. I'll take anything I want from you yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. and oh, yeah. getting no, right yeah. up he, on her and putting his hand no yeah I mean and, and that's yeah. Part, yeah. and that's part of why uh, Ray is uh, as powerful as I think she is because uh, he straps her into that chair and then he goes into her mind Mm-hmm. And she shoves him right the fuck back out, yep. yeah. and then throws some shit back after him after he's out there. <laughs> right. And you're sort of like, all right, all yeah. right. I, I mean, and that yeah. throws him, that shakes yep. him, and yeah. he should be shook. And I want, I want to see more of her taking it to that asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, she, and she'll learn more about who Darth Vader really was when mm-hmm. he, he absolutely has no idea what yeah. really happened. With well, him. I, I think he does. I think he's sort of. I think he's trying to deny it because mm-hmm. if, if he, he's one of those guys, and everyone knows one of those guys who knows he's being a shit. Mm-hmm. And knows that if he just stops and admits it and is a little bit reticent and tries to do better, that he will essentially get that forgiveness. But he refuses to do it because it would See, be embarrassing. See, that's an interesting yeah. read as to why yeah. he should not really get that arc. Because yeah. I still... I, he I'm, refuses to do it and so because it'll embarrass him, because yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't want to have to eat that shit. So he's refusing. Absolutely refusing. And I think that's going to be why he's irredeemable. Because the universe just keeps giving him 
opportunities to bail out. To, to You can stop on this ride whenever you want. And they, the universe just lays those opportunities at his feet. And he's like, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be just as badass as Darth Vader. Yeah, oh yeah, he has this totally idealized image of like Darth Vader yeah. was the coolest. So he, 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 he's, buying in, yeah. he's buying into that thing that uh, poker players do. You know, where oh it's, yeah, where it's like, well, I've, 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 already, I've already bet five times on this shit hand, but because I've bet five times on this shit hand, I can't fold now. He could fold at any time, but he's going to ride this fucker to See, to me, that's the part bankruptcy. of the tragedy of this character. He's going to look back and realize realize that, and yeah. that's going to be... Well, regardless of whether or not he's redeemed or not, yeah. but I don't know. I still think he's going to be the new Zuko, but... It is interesting, though, because one of the great things about Joss Whedon's Serenity, the final film yeah. is, that ends Firefly, that concludes Firefly, is that that, sh- that movie structure can be read as a metaphor for its fan base. Yeah. Because it's like... A guy named Mr. Universe who basically is the internet sends out a signal, which is mm-hmm. in many ways a metaphor for the way the fans kept the show alive. Yeah, and it's interesting that this movie also, Force Awakens, also makes a fanboy commentary. But yeah. Kylo Ren sort of is every troll, yep. Star Wars loving yeah, troll. Yeah, he's a Darth mm-hmm. Vader fanboy. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and he's hell bent on interpreting the wrong things <laughs> out of yeah. a very clear and Ooh. easy message. Yeah. And yep. and no matter how often someone is like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. He, he decides to cling to what he thinks it should be, yep. and fuck you yeah. if you try to clear it up for him. For yep. the second movie, he's gonna get another lightsaber, the one he has, and it's gonna be a hashtag. <laughs> That's <laughs> gonna be. A... <laughs> and yeah. he's gonna burn it into his victims and be like, not my Star Wars. <laughs> I, I love how all the critiques of the uh, the crossblade lightsaber went out the window when he first thing he did is he used that crossblade to burn. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. that was the. That yeah. I was I was like, well, that's useful. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> should, <laughs> I should wrap this up because Bobby had to get yeah. out of here oh, five yeah. minutes ago. So, but that said, uh, yeah, we could always come back and record another commentary or something. We got more than if we ever want to get back together, we got more than enough Star Wars movies in the future yeah. to rally right around. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm fairly curious about Rogue One, uh, not so much for Gareth Edwards who I don't have much faith in as a, yeah. as a director. And Gary Wood as a writer. But yes. yeah, but then they got Chris Whites and they got Chris McQuarrie to overwrite, you know. Chris no, Weiss the... Chris Whites. That's... Chris uh, McQuarrie's interesting. Yeah, and Chris, mm-hmm. Chris McQuarrie. So I mean, like, you've got some decent writers and you got Gareth Edwards, but the reason I'm super interested in that is that it is by far, easily, the single best cast ever assembled yeah, for right. Star Cool Wars. fucking Yeah, 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 really yeah I'm excited for for the cast. You got, you got Mads Mikkelsen, you got Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> <laughs> you got Donnie Yen, you got uh, uh, Felicity Jones. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the cast for this thing is fucking nuts. Yep. Yeah. Is, are we, is it, by the way, that one cast photo they leaked, has it come out yet? Is that Biggs? In the group, nobody knows. I don't nobody think it's I, I don't think the timeline wouldn't match up because yeah. he just left to join the academy. To then, to then, oh yeah. wait, yeah, you know, yeah, it doesn't really. No, if, it doesn't. It doesn't match up. This could be them stealing the Death Star plans right, right before the beginning of a New Hope. It really doesn't count. Yeah, it I think it's it big. Yeah. We don't know when he left. I think it's well, that's true. It's not yeah. canonical. Yeah. That deleted yeah. Yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Rogue One. Mm-hmm. The cast looks cool. Yeah. But after this, I just am ready for... Can we watch 8, like, now? Yeah. Can we watch it yeah. now? Alex, you're looking at year and a half. That's not that far off. It's not that yeah, far off. Yeah, but, like... It still seems like forever. It's still pretty far. That said, yeah. okay. Thanks, Bobby. Right. Bobby's Bobby. literally out the door. I do have one one last question. Mm-hmm. The fact that these movies are now com- going to be coming out every year, and sometimes I'm guessing down the line every six months... Is this now the Marvel series? Do we just not get as amped up for each individual film as we used to? Well, well, especially once the episode, that's the number some, of episodes wraps point, up. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. we'll I'm, see what I'm, I'm already laid back. I'm old now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, but I mean, it's, 
Later. All right, I'll take a nap. Famous yeah. passport for Bobby Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you, Bobby. Thanks for coming. Bye, Bobby. That is a Mr. Rogers exit right there. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Friends, that was Bobby Roberts. He's the local nerd boy. Yeah, no. He's uh, going to take a nap now. Uh, <laughs> well, Bobby's got... We just keep on recording for another hour. Yeah, what, what, what's Easily. your favorite... My favorite part of the soundtrack was... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Well, uh, I got to ask, Carl, what was your favorite uh, and your least favorite moment? I love your reads on these things. And I, I'd love to hear what your le favorite and least favorite moment is, is on this. Okay, well, I think th there were a lot of moments that I really loved. But like I brought up earlier, it was Ray taking the lightsaber just because that was so emotional for me to like finally have like that moment. Um, least favorite, um, which I also mentioned on Mikey's thing, um, a lot of people have drawn attention to like, oh, there's too much callbacks to the original Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Like, like, uh, uh, that's, uh, that was fine. That was totally fine with me because Star Wars repeats itself, because the series and this movie is so much about legacy. It's <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I got it. Yeah, right. yeah. So, like, and, and, and because this movie had the job of, you know, like gently giving people a hug and reminding them that it's Star Wars and petting their hair. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Like that didn't oh, bother me. The the only throwaway callback that bugged me so much it threw me out of the movie was Finn picking up the like Jedi training ball thing. Uh, it was like this like dumb throwaway gag. And it had no real reason to still be it's there. Such a quick. And I was just like <sighs> That was unnecessary, but it didn't. Comedy Club used it as a sex toy, or right, whoever yeah, stole the sure. Falcon. Yeah, that was just kind of a stupid. Actually, I actually it was stupid. I, I, I would actually say the uh, the 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 chess three D chess table gag went on a little bit too long. A little bit like we get mm -hmm. it. That's the chess table. But mm -hmm. I, I still I thought it was fine because I'm an idiot. But mm -hmm. like that was fine with me because why. because the chess table is part of the Millennium Falcon. Like, it is it's a good like point. In there. Why it's built in thirty that's years? There. Yeah. Like, Duh. But but the the little like training ball thing was like huh we get it Luke Skywalker used to be here but it was, that was too much. I thought that but, was a thermal detonator. Oh yeah, yeah. no it's the, oh, it was, it was, it was the training ball yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you get? Uh, sorry, what'd you guys think of the whole uh, freighter scene where the Falcon is in the hold and there's all the you know the aliens that get loose and the start the Rathars. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fun. I, I just. I really wish that those creatures could have been a little bit more fleshed out. They were just balls with tentacles flying around. <laughs> they were like so it's all they were. D, they were D monsters. They were beholders yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah they kind of were. And, Nightmare and, creatures. And, yeah. and like, I wish they would have been a little bit more. There would have been a little bit something more to well, them. Well, you have that, to do something about it. because it's Star Wars. You have to do something that's scary but not gory. That's you true. You can't have yeah. like a yeah. bladed raptor creature like eating people and ripping them yeah. apart. Yeah. Uh, xenomorphs or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to just have like a weird threatening ball that just swallows things. That could have been. Well. It's a yeah. little CGI it, looking. It, it, that, that was, I think that yeah. was my, my only complaint was that it was a little too computery. It was the only time the movie really pulled me out of it where I was like, these are a little too computery. I actually have a bigger problem with the design of the ship, but what anyway. Was, what it was, was a little dodgy. What yeah. was your favorite and least favorite? Um, I liked... Uh, I actually really enjoyed... Everything involving Harrison Ford made mm -hmm. me so happy. I was yeah. like, just as someone who grew up with that actor, to see him back having fun again really killed me. Han Solo's my favorite character. I was thrilled to see him like actually being Han Solo again. That yep. was wonderful. There's yeah. the pound on the door of yeah. the Falcon. You're like, they're going to show up. I know it's the... Yeah. By the way, I <laughs> think the door opens up and the audience fucking loses their shit. Yeah. yeah. I, think the, I think the only... By the way, I think the Kanji Club sequence, uh, the reason that felt a little odd and off is because I believe that was a casualty of Ford's injury. 
I think mm-hmm. they had more that they were going to do oh, with that. Okay. They, that they were about to shoot that when he yeah. got his again. That art book talks about the timeline. He mm-hmm. was only like in the second day of filming, and they were that was one of the first things they were really going to start. Yeah. And that was something where that they had to kind of like mess around with that mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh, okay. yeah. oh my okay. least favorite uh, thing, and I hate to say it because uh, this is this is disappointing because it, it's it's another mm-hmm. callback actually. Is I thought, uh, especially given how much Carrie Fisher has been gleefully batshit insane mm-hmm. throughout the interview process for this with mm-hmm. Gary Fisher, her I dog. Love it. Um, <laughs> I, I did I that did tongue think, just sticking out of that dog. <laughs> I, I thought she was a little um, too muted. Too reserved. Uh, I would still like mm-hmm. them to give her more to do. I yeah. wonder if they digitally modified her voice so it's less croaky, too, because it's no, a little bit like... No. You know, it was so croaky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she had a little bit of spoken. I just... It would have been nice to see her get a chance to have the texturing. A little more right. Yeah. Yeah. My, my just general thought is, I going in, I knew Han was going to die in this one. So my thought was, oh, they're just going to... like Each of these next few movies is going to be like the former lead, their their big moment, and then passing on. Yeah. So we'll eventually get Leia and Luke having their big moment with these that characters. That would be interesting to see how they interact, assuming yeah. they ever get yeah. to meet face-to-face yeah. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does this um, new trilogy end with Luke alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. It's a fascinating yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Who knows? I, I mean, if they're really going to try to found a, like, a Jedi Order, it would be nice to have him as a Grandmaster and raise kind of like the new... I kind of wonder if, like, because people are suspecting that Finn is not Force-sensitive at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be a little bit weird if it's not force sensitive at all that he could do wield the lightsaber as well as he can. No, it's not. It just it's just a, a little dick. In real life, though, like, if you had that. I, I'm soldier. I, I, yeah, was kind of, I was kind of hoping yeah. that that like they could take it either way. He could be force sensitive. Yeah, they, they or could. They have be, enough room. I kind of liked how the movie was like saying it's like yeah, it's just a laser sword. Anyone can wield it if they yeah. turn it on. Well, the right. idea is yeah. that like if even if Luke decides to stay at the end of the galaxy and he just passes his knowledge on to Ray, Ray can come back and like she like he could be his first her first disciple. Uh, there there mm-hmm. was one thing that suggested that maybe, maybe Finn was force sensitive and it's when they're on Maz Kanata's planet and they see the super weapon going off and he's the only one that sees it at first and he hears screaming but everyone is calm around him. So I'm wondering if he's hearing everyone reacting on those planets Mm. seeing that thing approaching. But uh, like it could go either way. No, Finn. Oh, Finn. Finn reacts before anyone else. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he he might be force-sensitive based on that. It could just be everyone around that were off-camera just being like, oh, shit, there's a weird thing in the sky. Or it could be the people on those planets being like, oh, my God, we're about to die. Yeah. Yeah. We could also be launching into an arc that would be very fascinating that we haven't ever seen in a Star Wars movie before where... Finn wants to be a Jedi Knight and doesn't have it in him, and he has to wrap his head around that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, you got two movies to play in, so yeah, yeah you could do mm-hmm. a couple little developments. All kinds like that, of stuff that could yeah. happen. Oh, my, my, yeah. but the thing I also I really disliked in the movie was mm-hmm. I did not like the confusion of when they shot that weapon and then the beam split and blew up a solar system that they somehow could see from Maz Kanata's planet. Yeah, not knowing what little... that was was yeah. incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. To me, but yeah, other than that, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super excited for the next one. Next one. This is the first time in my life where I've had a Star Wars trilogy where I have no idea where it's going. Yep. Like the first trilogy, I only kind of really knew as a whole. Like I never knew them apart from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the prequel trilogy is like, well, it's going to end with Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And this time, I don't know what's going to happen, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I've never had that before. That's true, because, mm-hmm. yeah, we always knew the prequel thing was going to end with a yeah. fight in a volcano. Yep. Yeah. You always knew. You didn't know how it was going to get there, but you knew what was going to end up. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. 
This is exciting territory. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. And they're not bound to we're everybody is kind of assuming they're going to follow the exact structure in these next two sequels of Empire and Jedi. No, which I don't think so at all. This one was close to the originals just because, like I said, it had to gently peg your hair and be like Shh, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. But the other ones is like they That will be disappointing in the next one yeah. if it's not we'll more yeah. ambitious and storytelling. This is my 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 loose thoughts on this whole trilogy. So we've got Episode 7, Force Awakens. That's our big whiz-bang throwback to the fun old adventures, much like Star Wars was in 1977. Uh, episode 8 will be a maybe darker, but a stronger character piece, yeah. just like Empire was. Yes. And uh, Episode 9 will be uh, uh, Trevorrow, or whatever his last name is, Following through with what the producers want him to do, which, which is, is exactly the, what Jedi was. Jedi, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so not even story-wise, yeah. or narrative but just, but just in functionally yeah. how yeah. the movies just are being made, and just yeah. kind of like yeah, yeah. wrap mm -hmm. it up. Um, although you still have Abrams uh, consulting on the next two films, so yeah. it's not like mm -hmm. he's still around. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see what happens because I'm sure I'm sure they came up with like a three movie plan at least vaguely. They have some vague some, threads. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be laying in so many story threads that unresolved yeah. in this movie. We're right? gonna find out what the Knights of Ren are. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. I do think that one of the things that would be really interesting. They're not gonna do this, I don't think. But one thing I would love to see is the First Order and the uh, Republic find that they have to join forces against yeah. a Sith threat that's even bigger. That's, that's, See, I, I've, I've been saying that too. Like, yeah, There's going to be a big bad that's worse than I anything. I was hoping if Bobby's right and Snoke doesn't turn out to be the big bad, he just gets whacked <coughs> by Kylo Ren maybe. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about like trying to defeat a single villain as much as trying to finally talk down the New Order and say, hey, join the Republic, or at least let's form... Like, Maybe don't join the New Republic, let's create a New Republic. A new new the republic. The new new republic. Like, yeah. Well, like, they're not even use the word republic, but, like, let's finally heal the schism yeah. that's been going Bring on for nine movies now. In, in a way that's yeah. not just, like, throwing a bad guy down a reactor shaft, yeah. but, like... But, like, talking, using talk, your words. That would be... Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you have a Star Wars finale that's, hey, guys, let's talk. Yeah. Coffee talk. And uh -huh. that's when you combine Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. There's your fucking crossover. Leland ascends into Godhood and says, I was right. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way all this should end in any kind of It's situation. gonna happen. Yeah. 2030. That would, I mean, that would be my ideal thing for the whole series, would that be somehow, like, that would be vaguely how it ends. It would be nice capper to the whole, you know, the Skywalker saga that the, this is eventually leading to, actually. The galaxy's never going to be perfect. Plenty of fucked up shit going on for, you know, for more stories in the future. Mm -hmm. But at least the Empire versus the Rebels thing is finally, the Republic itself is starts to heal again. Yeah, that would be my ideal way mm -hmm. at least to end all this stuff. Yeah. Well, they may be also setting up a, Episode 9 may be designed to set up a sandbox that they can play in where it almost becomes like, and I, I know I keep saying this, because I, but I don't mean this as an insult, in this sense, the Marvel Universe, in the sense where now, after they set up, conclude whatever the Skywalker saga is with 7, 8, and 9, yeah. then they can take characters from anything and put them yeah. anywhere. You can we can have Ray turn up yeah. in a standalone movie yeah. about... Well, you can move back and forth in timelines and stuff like that. You can go back and have your Knights of the Old Republic movie or yeah. something like Star that. Or... Star Wars, it's such a broad universe that you can tell any kind of story. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. yeah so and that'll we'll be see. interesting with Rogue One, because that'll be the first real test, because that sounds like a military mm -hmm. kind of caper movie. So yep. we'll mm -hmm. see. Yeah. yeah. I, I do think it's funny that people, when it was, people were comparing it to Star Trek 2009, people were getting a little annoyed about that. And actually, I honestly think the comparison is pretty apt mm -hmm. because it really was the exact same thing where something got refreshed by getting an incredibly charming new cast. Yeah. That was so charming. I mean, this, this cast was so charming. I never missed Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No. Yeah. I never yeah. missed R2-D2. No. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that's one of my favorite characters. Amazing! Yeah, it's yeah. amazing the how much how little I miss. Like when I saw our two and three, they're also like, they come finally, back. They're yeah. back, but I did not miss them yeah. one time. No. And for me, Star Wars has always been about the characters. It's not, like the story has always been a little silly. Like it's about the characters and about the fun, and that like the new characters in this were great. And yeah. like that's, I agree. that's was, what I want. They were so great that you never had a moment. It's like. Oh. Where, when's Han gonna show up? Right. Yeah, you yeah, never had that. You, when he did, you were like, "Yay! Yeah. Now you're yeah. here." <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel like the movie started when Han showed up. No. Right? No. Yeah. Exactly. It, exactly. Yeah. You were right when you used the phrase "embarrassment of riches," where it was mm-hmm. like, I never felt that vibe of like when they switched from one character to another. I was like, "Ah, oh, I felt shortchanged, or like someone was, was not pulling their weight." Yeah. Yeah. Hux. I kind of. Uh, well, who knows what they're gonna do with Hux in the future? I, I, I almost kind of wish they could have like brought in one of the old guys from like General Veers or something I like enjoyed, that. I enjoyed. Uh, Hux and Kylo Ren's like shitty stepbrother rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like they hate each other, which kind of shows how dysfunctional together. the first first yep. order is. Yeah. But, yeah, I will say though, yeah, and that is another thing that is a, I think a very valid critique is Snoke was incredibly underwhelming, and they better do something interesting with him next time. My vote is six inches tall. Yeah, that yeah. would be hilarious. pocket size. He's Amelie. He's married to. Or, 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 or <laughs> if, if it's not if it's not six inches tall, something along the lines of like, oh, you're just a nobody. Yeah, you're yeah. an absolute. Yeah. You don't even look like that. He's no, just trolling just trying to on the internet. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. oh. Yeah. I was a little taken aback, at, frankly, given how much they had sold it and how much they, I mean, they had a real talent in uh, in, in Andy Circus there. They could have done so much more with the design of that guy. God, it's, it's the most generic great face alien guy. I think that's why a lot of people are hoping it's a Wizard of Oz thing, because what we've seen yeah. so far is not that impressive. Yeah. 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 What if it's just masking something else? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. That's, that's yeah. what I've been thinking. Yeah, especially because yeah. it's a hologram. There's no reason why you can't just like... Also, seeing that this movie doesn't have a lot of masked characters. I mean, sure, you've got Kylo, but he, yeah. inst- he takes his mask off halfway through the right. film. That is his mask, and yeah. Yeah, you don't have it, anyone in Shrouding. You don't have anyone in the shadows. And then it makes sense for him to be a mocap character and stuff, because yeah. he's just Because he just looks like one yeah. of the engineers from uh, from Prometheus that got hit yeah. in the face yeah. with a shovel. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's on, no, he, he looks like he's on a crash diet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was interesting that they didn't um, pull from any of that sort of traditional dark side Sith imagery, like the wrinkles and the Yellow yeah. eyes and all that. If anything, stuff. he has kind of like glowing blue eyes, yeah. which is kind of a new thing. Yeah, yeah. So. and yeah, he looked like the Watcher from Marvel Comics. He just didn't. He wasn't. He, <laughs> I mean, wasn't, he didn't. He didn't feel. He didn't feel like he fit in the Star Wars universe. No, like no, he just. Blame, I was yeah. like, you're an alien, but. There's not enough to or you. Is he? Like, or you is he? Know. I don't know. Yeah, I hope like, he's not. Yeah, I don't. Dead. I don't care about some. It doesn't bother Warwick me. Davis. Yeah. yeah, it's like Warwick Davis' current crowd. <laughs> yes, you like, hey, it's wicked. Yeah. 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 It's wicked. This whole time. And then you get your Star Wars Willow crossover. Everyone's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, well, I just found out that it's actually not that bad of a movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, I yeah I thought it was even though I had some issues that Conley is deservedly and wants to punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah, I I just have time. fun, Bill. I know. Just let yourself well, enjoy I, something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also get hung up on design stuff and stuff. And it was interesting again with that art book. Uh, mm-hmm. They also talk about how uh, Maz Kanata's place was supposed to be a far more exotic city, mm-hmm. and that the. Um, uh, the rebel uh, hangar place was supposed to be way more exotic too, but they just kind of like the location. It was budget stuff kind of happened, so it kind of like you know, like uh, Moscanada. It was supposed to be a whole big city, I, I just turned into a courtyard. I appreciate that restraint. 
Yeah. It's like they didn't they didn't bother showing us this sweeping CGI landscape in the mm. background. Yeah. It was just yeah. here's this little I, yeah, location. Yeah, I like it was just this ca- this castle. Which this kept bar. the storytelling moving because you didn't have to suffer through 30 second long cutscene of yep. like the camera flying through right. Moscow coming yeah. out of this exotic city. Yep. Full of, like, I, I guess that could be a little bit of my complaint about the movie sometimes <laughs> is that there are moments where it's big, you know, vast CG landscapes, sort of big, gorgeous landscapes, and characters will like finally have a time to breathe. But there's no time to breathe. We got to get yeah, to this location. Got a whole ass, yeah. I mean, and that could be just a, a criticism of Abrams in general, where sometimes you're like, oh, "Okay, slow down. I want to. I want to." I felt like this. the only breath they really took was when when they they're finally approaching Maz's planet, and that's the first time Ray's ever seen a and green. Yeah, yeah, I wish I there mean, was a little bit more. And, that's, that. and, 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 and that's the moment I'm talking about. But yeah. I wish there was more. Yeah, I am kind of bummed that the planets are like the names. Like, what are the names of the planets? They want to read out on screens. So. I know, but, uh, but I'm like, well, at least the Besman and Hoth and stuff like that had such kind of like an introduction. Whereas, like, I, it's so I guess it's uh, Maz's place is Takudana. All right. And it's yeah, and is this where the, Star Wars from? Name? Uh, the Rebel place is Kadar, I think. And then oh, in the art book, they mentioned that the uh, the Star Killer base was supposed to be the Dantooine. Oh. The, the logic was that like the, the the Empire goes, oh hey, well we know that the uh, the Rebels once had a really well fortified base here. We'll just take that and convert it into our own huh. thing. Oh, so interesting. it's interesting. Like they, yeah, they say like until the very last stages, it was supposed to be Dantooine, hmm. uh, which kind of just an interesting little bit of yeah. trivia. So that's hmm. good. Cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so that's us. Thank you guys for listening to us blab about Star Wars for two yeah. hours. Yeah. Star Wars is good. Time. Star Wars is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's back. It's, it's exciting. It's cool to say that I, it's back. We can all look forward to Star Wars uh, merchandise and cappers in every grocery store for now for the next at least like six or seven years minimum yeah. until everyone mm-hmm. gets tired of Star Wars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I do I'm feel ready. like since this is now going to be an omnipresent thing that goes on for the rest of my life, I feel like I've finally put it in its proper place. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't feel like it's mythology for me anymore. Anymore. I'm like, all right, this is just a super entertaining series of movies. It probably was always just that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I've really just, at, at, at a relatively embarrassing advanced age, I've just finally become an adult as far as consuming movies goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you let go of your ownership over those films. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. These are my films. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you become a man, you must put away childish things, unless it comes back and super awesome, really pretty, with great yeah. music. And all yes. Yes. Look at all those action figures. And maybe, maybe that thing put away as a man now stars a lady and that's cool too and wow yeah uh-huh. fucking stop I know yeah. that was cool the, the, the imagination feels like it's back and, yeah. and the imagination the stuff the, the toy box is so huge for the second movie that's yep. what's gotten me excited where I was like you've got plenty of toys to play with there could be a swamp planet there could be like a gas planet there could be like a over a rock planet, but like the rocks are upside down. I don't know. Yes, album cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that said, that's okay. So right. again, uh, yeah, I'm Boy Howdy from the Boy Howdy podcast. No wait, you've built mushrooms. Three hours. <laughs> and three hours. And you know what? Good. I think we're still friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Did you at yeah. any point want to hit any of us with a lightsaber? I you... mean, you know, like that's all the time. Uh, <laughs> people wondering what the clicky clacky sounds in the background is recording this. We have been messing around with two metal lightsaber props the whole time we've been recording. So yeah, Conley could have yeah. taken any of us out if she yeah. wanted to. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you for course. showing her straight. Uh, no, no, it's just uh, like as like I was talking about as this is a Star Wars that's finally like my Star Wars. Yeah, it's kind of like hear you say that seriously because yeah. you you more than any of us. You had a personal investment in this goddamn right. thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. The rest of us, if it sucked, would be like, oh, whatever. Well, we'll just go back to watching Empire. Whereas you, like, this is yeah, not just because you're a woman, but like you. 
No, I'll make it a lady thing. Like, it is yeah. a lady thing, but that's a component, but that's not the whole story. You're a human no. being, too, that just wants to be represented and have a connection to something. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, I like, I, I, like, the more I thought on it, like, I got out of it, it was like, yeah, fun. And then we saw it again, I was like, yeah, I loved it. But, like, even the more time has passed, like, the more I sit and stew on it, like, the happier it makes me yeah. and the more I like it. So. That's a nice place. It stands yeah. on its own merits, aside from any kind of, like, you know. Like, I yeah. think there's also a generational thing going on here. Where, well, that's you know, the interesting I, thing. I was seven when Star Wars came out, and it went right through my retinas into my brain. It, it, as I wrote in an essay once, it carved itself onto my brain like a Van Halen logo on a high school desk. <laughs> and and it's it's like, that was my, that was kind of my thing. You never had that exact experience. You had Clone Wars, but that's not quite the same no, thing. No, yeah, I mean, like, the and, prequels came out when I was youngish. Yeah. Uh, like, I saw Star, like I've said before, my parents didn't take me to Star Wars until I was eight or nine, something like that. And yeah, you saw the special editions. And I saw the special editions, then they got me the originals, then the prequels came out, and I watched those. And so, like, I was obsessed with Star Wars. I could tell you everything about Star Wars. I loved it. But this is, like, yeah. Like, finally, a a new Star Wars that, uh... Anyway, got a lot of feelings about Star We're Wars. We're all kind of wistful right now. Generation seven-year-olds are going to have their own set of And that's, that's kind of why, like, that's, I, that's one of the things that kind of made me cry. Is like before I was like looking around at all the little girls that were there in the theater, like with their parents and their moms and stuff. I'm like <laughs> now they have a the, Star Wars. Yeah, so, the first side, like, six from yeah. us now. We'll have to get to be, uh, back together to have a funeral for Leland and the death of Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's a sabotage! Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that would be a bad excuse, actually, yeah. just to get them back together. I, for, first time for, for Star Wars. I don't know yeah. if you saw this, but I know that what you're reacting to is that new trailer was awful. And and the thing is, is that uh, Simon Pegg has come out on in an interview and said, oh yeah, that trailer's awful. That's not what that movie is at all. Good! Yeah. No, he, said, he said, he said it's no, it's a real Star Trek story with lots of shadings. They just played up the action for the well, news. Yeah. Did, 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 yeah. It actually is but going to be people, more Star Trek than that people trailer. Have been, people have been but uploading people have been uploading um, that trailer, but with different dude bro music. Yeah. And they've just been layering it over, and they break the music right, you know, right at the funny moments, and then bring the music back in, and it's just it's the same. They, someone the same. cut a someone cut a sabotage trailer to Star Trek Two, though. Yeah, that they just showed all the things blowing up and people <laughs> getting shot from Star Trek Two. You can cut that trailer out of anything. Yeah. But they, I gotta say, finally, you're gonna get the Captain Kirk dirt bike chase you've been craving your whole life. <laughs> I have been, you know, you know when he was doing wheelies around the Gorn in in that one episode, I was. Just like I was like, you know, I wish this could be better. I wish this could be better. You know, no more Star I've, Trek. I've, this is Star Wars. I have completely turned off my brain to that to that to that new franchise. I gave yeah. it a pass in 09 and then Into Darks was like, well, okay, I guess we're going. And then then Beyond was kind of like, hopefully this trailer does not cement it in this. It's a good idea for Star Trek. Oh, well, no we'll more Star, oh, Star, Star yeah. Trek. Give me that lightsaber. Okay. <laughs> and like, yeah, Leland. Well, Connor, you introduced yourself. Wait, I, where did I forgot where we left off? Sign off. Yeah, sign, sign off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I was Bill Mudrin. I was, was Mike Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time, I used to be Conley. We are now Force Ghosts. So. Uh, uh, Leland, uh, best friends with, with Bill Mudrin, now Radburn. Now, yeah. even, even, <laughs> even the Force Afterlife, we're still yeah. buddies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we like to stare at like people like at, at, at teddy bear party picnics. Uh-huh. I have become <laughs> myself at an idealized young age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the oh. yeah. uh-huh. And I'm Jimmy Pressler, and I'm still the same. I'm here. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jimmy's okay. grown out his hair to some kind of nice Star Wars. Oh, this length. is old school for me, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm it looks like uh, Anakin Jimmy's, Skywalker right at the end of the Clone Wars. Jimmy's got <laughs> some world class feathering going on, man. Yeah, He's looking, looking good. good. You got good hair. You got good hair too. 
Okay, that's it. Okay, we're shoveling what you guys go. Thank you guys for listening to us. You guys are friends too. I miss you already. I am the monarch of the sea. Okay, anyway. That dates. Take care, guys.